Hey freaks, before we get into the main part of this episode, uh, we need to take a moment to address something that happened within the community. Uh, unfortunately, despite the fact that we try to stay lighthearted and keep it all happy, real life doesn't always line up with that. And this week we lost one of our freaks. Uh, we lost uh, Amanda Iglesias was her name. Um, she's been to a lot of the movies with us and she was supposed to be part of a, what is now considered a failed Fan Freaks project. Which is the Fan Freaks D&D pod, uh, the D&D show that we were going to do. Nonetheless, she was an integral member of the team. Uh, someone very important to me. And she is going to be severely missed. Uh, please remember to take care of yourselves. And uh, I'd like to, you know, say rest in power. Rest in power, rest Amanda. In power. And, and uh, fuck cancer. Seriously. In its ass. Fuck you, cancer. In every way. No lube. Nonetheless, freaks. Uh, you know, take care of yourselves, and we'll get back to the laughs now. But you know, cheers to Amanda. Cheers, cheers to, Amanda. to Amanda. You she will never be, be forgotten. Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast, number ninety-seven. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is James. <laughs> Dr. Rude Ramos, MD. And I am joined by Adrian, the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs a place, the host with the most and the most grand notes, co hosts. And it is I, the Bone King. <laughs> hey! Hey! What? I was feeling very jovial. That's jo- mine. I was feeling very jovial. Is, is, is happiness copyrighted? I'm taking three more of your boners now. Hey, look, I can only produce them so fast. I'm trying. <laughs> Uh, so hi freaks how you doing today's show is going to be a freaky five favorite action heroes he said with a question mark just making sure (laughs) yeah we've been having like it's very nebulous it's a little nebulous but just to be clear we are talking about characters Mm -hmm. not actors not movies but specifically specific characters that we consider action heroes yeah the movie could be shit but we love the character so much absolutely uh and uh but before we get into that let's go and get into our recents Mm -hmm. anyone want to start us off i'll start off all right go ahead let me uh, let me whip it out first things first did you guys ever see this uh movie on hulu called boss level uh boston level Boss, boss level no i've never heard of this why, why'd you go From Boston. Boston. I don't know. It just reminded oh my me. my God. That was ADHD <laughs> if I've ever seen it. <laughs> anyway, so what is this film? Uh, well, first things first. Uh, I know James. I don't know about... Uh, you don't know me. I don't but know I about know you. George. Uh, I don't know how you feel about time loops. Uh, uh, so this is a time loop action movie. <laughs> you, you realize James that and I That sound had... was great. Uh, but James and I had completely different answers to that. Like we had the same noise, but it was completely different inflections. It was yep. uh and uh, uh-huh. time so travel. I, I love a time loop. I, I love a good time loop. This one I've used it against my D and D players several times. It's it's great. Several times. Yeah. Uh. Nothing is better than like having them go through a dungeon, and they're like, yeah, and you come across four bodies, and then you just describe their exact characters. They all just, they, oh, anytime, trippy. they always freak out. Like, what is this? <laughs> Carry on. And I mean, that's probably the highlight of Army of the Dead, that one part. Uh, agreed. Um, so, Boss Level, it stars Frank Grillo, the guy who was Crossbones in... Uh, yes. 
he's becoming kind of like the straight to action, uh, straight to straight DVD to, right. action hero type of thing. We can't, even, but this also yeah, we can't has, even use that phrase anymore. Yeah, There's no straight DVD. To streaming, straight I guess, to stream. Really. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess straight to stream. But this also has Naomi Watts, Ooh. Mel Gibson, and Ooh. Will Sasso. With, Will Sasso? What? I Holy haven't seen shit. him in Excuse ages. Excuse me? That's random. Nice. So this is an action comedy. Uh-huh. Obviously. Um, but I liked it, but okay. Grillo kind of... I don't think... I'm never going to say he's a good actor, I think. Got it. Okay, I think but I got that feeling. everything about the movie made me like it. Right. Uh, I would I would say it's a solid seven. Do you think he takes himself a little too seriously in the movie? I, I would go the opposite. He doesn't take himself serious enough. Really? It it's it's almost like a uh, it's almost like a Looney Tunes thing. Okay. Because it starts off with him waking up, and it, somebody's trying to kill him. And don't you hate it when that happens? Yep. Yeah. yeah and it's <laughs> and you see this throughout the course of the film. This is how he always starts the same day, and he describes. All these different assassins, which are very Looney Tune. Oh, I saw Happy Death Day. Uh, yeah, but it's a group of assassins. It's it's they're all kill. It's Killer Seven. No, they're no. They're all trying to get him, but it's not the same guy. Anyway, or girl, and he eventually starts, you know, learning why is he in this time loop. He doesn't understand. Uh huh. And it you have little like life why? counter why that images? shows how many times he's died and how many times he's attempted. And if he does survive the entire onslaught, the world ends because of the time loop. Interesting. So this is a full-on action, like okay. yeah, it's yeah. action with some comedy. Uh, there, there is some good drama in it because he reconnects with his son, and his son is a huge '90s gamer. It, huh. It's like a nine-year-old who goes to these uh, Street Fighter Two fucking tournaments. And he uses that to get into Street Fighter and to get it, like, start talking to his kid. Fucking scrub probably mains Bison. No, he, he mains Ryu. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Even he more mains scrub. Ryu. He mains Ryu. Actually, and Guess I, I what talk his, shit. His kid mains Akuma. I, I talk shit, but that's pretty much. I've, I've been maining Ryu with Street Fighter, and I've been trying to get into Sakura. She's a lot of fun. Anyway. um, But, yeah, that's boss level. It's on Hulu. Uh. Decent watch. I haven't seen Will Sasso since fucking the 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 Three Stooges remake. Do you remember that? Oh, that's right. He was in that. Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't think that remake is that bad. I know people I shit on it. I don't think it is either. But if you want to talk about the definition of something that didn't need to be made, it was that. Or it wasn't even really adapted to a modern audience yeah. very well. It kind of just wanted to do the same thing, and it didn't really hit very hard. But yeah. anyway, yeah. That's but a there was also thing. a shitload of fart Uh Tune in for that episode. <laughs> what went wrong? <laughs> what went wrong? That's a new topic coming up on the show. Um, so here's something a little foreign. For everyone here, right? Um, right. I play. Oh yeah, we're drinking scotch. Oh, we sure we forgot to mention they got me liquored up. So if the if the audio is all messed up, you can play. Twenty-four year scotch. It's a twenty-four year old scotch. I feel, you know, in order to talk about action movies, too young, for and my to taste. celebrate the Fourth of July, we should be drinking whiskey. Agreed. That's oh, we yeah, didn't even mention to celebrate. Uh, to celebrate the Fourth of July, we should be drinking something from Scotland. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> the. If anybody hates the British more than us, it's Scotland. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and they gave you a all blah, blah, blah. they gave you a perfectly good British invasion, and look what you did. <laughs> so, I play sports games, and I've been playing Madden, and Madden has a 
franchise mode, uh-huh. which is basically, oh, play throughout the season and hopefully get to the Super Bowl. Sure. Uh-huh. While listening to bangers, rock music bangers. Yeah, no, I, I took off all the music because Madden has gone to shit with its music. It used oh. to be very Tony Hawk level, but now it's just a lot of trip hop, a lot of like that mumble rap. And <laughs> I big. fucking hate it, so I just put on Spotify in the background. Pearl Jam? But let me... Let, you what? know, the height of mumble rap, Pearl Jam. You're <laughs> right. right. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that's another one. That, that's <laughs> Soundgarden, isn't it? Yeah, Spoon mail! Yeah, but that's all 90s. Whatever, let me get to the fucking point. Uh-huh. So Madden 20, I got on a sale like last year. Okay. And I kind of fucking hate Madden now. Mm. It's gone to the point where okay, yes. you made it to Join the su- you made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're expecting something huge and grandiose. This it's a huge fucking event. This is the end of your campaign of this game. It's nothing. They treat it as a whole of the game. You get maybe thirty seconds of extra animations of the players holding the trophy. You get nothing else. But back in like two thousand five. Madden and NFL 2K5, you would get like the newspaper article showing the player who won you the game. Oh, right. It would show you everything. They would even do the parade animation. The after the party. Street. The after party, how many dicks you sucked as a statistic. Like, it's great. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's just like I'm playing this and I'm like, oh, it's just any other fucking game. This, this fucking. It, I just felt so wasted for yeah. lack of a better word but feels like uh, an nes but it, ending but in essence fuck matt like like an <laughs> nes ending where you beat it and it's like congratulations you are winner yeah <laughs> that's it your base belongs to us it kind of just hollowed out uh you and i we played hunt and hood oh. and you rage quit hood last night i did we would have won that match had that sheriff not been there i agree a hundred percent and that and Mima was blaming us for letting them take b how the Okay, so, so my main problem is uh-huh. I play a character. Fuck you, Mima. <laughs> I play a character named John. Uh huh. John is the heavy attacker. He's Very supposed to be. He's a tank. He's the tank of the of the thing. Unfortunately, he's also the only character that doesn't have any kind of dodge or shift move. Is he's heavy? So yeah, yeah. But I don't even mean like a roll out of the way. Like he can't even do a sidestep. Nothing. Slow movement speed too. So, yes. Oh boy. And the problem is. <laughs> So the way the, the the progression of the game, the first thing you have to do is steal the key from the sheriff. Okay. Then you have to go get the chest out of the vault, take the chest to the to the extraction point, and winch it up and get out with it. Okay. Once you've stolen the key from the sheriff, Everyone the sheriff is now aggroed. Okay. That's fun. Okay. And he's a, he's this big, he's slow Mr. moving. X. Yeah, he's a Mr. X, basically. Would, I, would you I like this character him, model? But he, re- he resurrects. Uh, yeah. Would I like this character model? Yes. It's all in armor, but probably. Probably still, yes. Um, no, you would like John more. Oh, you definitely like John. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, but my problem is that, like, if you're winching, mm-hmm. you're trying to keep an eye on the players. They need to do two things mm-hmm. either A, give John a dodge. Or make that sheriff louder, because he walks up on you silently. Oh, Jesus. And there's no attacking him. There's no defending against his attack. Nothing. If he touches your character, he picks you up, crushes your back, and you're dead. That's not That's good John. Design. Ah, he's kind of cute. A little bit less uh, grizzly than I thought he was, but okay, go John, ahead. John, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, and like, 
it every other character, if if you time it okay, you can pretty much get out of his grasp. Uh. With John, it's impossible. You might it as happened, well just take it. It happened to me three times last night. It just, was so it's very mad. weird to me because if you're in that kind of situation, you look for a sound cue, right. which would be the biggest thing. And it seems obvious to use like chains rattling because right. it's like a prisoner. They run away from the guy who's trying to well, make no, you a prisoner. It, it, or armor because In his case, clanking. just armor clanking would be fine. No, I know. It, just, it, it would fit. <laughs> like something, just chain something. Nothing. Yeah. Instead, okay. he just fucking like silently sneaks up on your ass uh-huh. and just bear hugs you to death. Uh-huh. And it's really fucking frustrating, especially when, like, you have to run across the map to get back to that point. Right, right. Okay. And, and not only that, there's NPCs sprinkled about, and they're, they're no small feat either. Yeah. Like, mm. it's, it's not like a... It's you, not could, like, you could feasibly die before NPCs, you go there sure. again. Right. This Which, is all sounding like Hunt as well, by the way. No, but see, like, the NPCs in Hunt are nowhere near as dangerous as the NPCs in Hood. Okay, okay. Anywhere near. You're going to need some ice. I don't you tell them what my face looks like as I take a sip. <laughs> it's all because it's not rum. Uh-huh. You ever but. make a tie dye shirt? That's my face, I'm just like twisting it. Anyway, uh, that's my only two problems with it is the fact that like the sheriff is just like the anti John, and the winching system sucks. It yeah. should be a tug of war system, not an all for nothing system. Because the way like you finish the game. Is so like I said, you get the key, you get the vault, you get the chest to the to the end. Uh-huh. Also, and you then, don't have no idea where the vault is. I mean, you do. It tells you. It tells you the the tower or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't tell, tell you exactly what, what room. fucking room yeah. it is. Well, the tallest tower is usually the where you go. The point is, you go and now you have it. You have the chest sitting on a winch. Okay. And you now have to winch it up into the ship so you can take it out. Oh, so the, the problem is the other team. Could literally sit there and do nothing the whole game. Wait till you're almost at the end of the winch, kill you, finish the winch, and they win the game. And there's two <laughs> characters with AOE attacks, which is no three, because you have Marianne with the flash bomb, yep. uh-huh. you have John with the grenade, and then you have Robin with the explosive arrow. You could also argue that John's slam attack is also an AOE. Right, but it doesn't have as much range as the grenade. No. If I may, this is yes. another uh, uh, some uh, similar thing to Hunt as well, where you can get your, your uh, token or whatever and then just have someone wait at the extraction point, kill you, take your token, That and happened to us when we were but playing the, a but game. But the thing Georgia is, there's night. multiple extraction points. Oh, the, oh okay. So there's Once only the one. chest is on the winch, that's it. You can't take it out. There, you mm. can't take it out. You can't do anything. That's where it's being winched from. Okay. Because I'm thinking it's like kind of a similar thing where they it is could similar, wait, but no, that is But it is much harder. In my opinion, if they if they change it to a system where it was like a tug of war, mm-hmm. where it needs to be more in your side than the other by the time like a timer runs out or something, right? That would be cooler to me. Yeah, and a lot of but FPSs have done that. Kind I of agree. Thing, this so isn't an fine. FPS, anyway, however. I just, no, I'm just saying it's kind. I just jumped into your recents. I'm sorry. No, no, but I, I mean it's it's kind of a joined recent. Sure. Mm-hmm. I am not happy. I bought it. I am happy. I didn't. Thanks, Adrian. You. That's fine. I'll jump on that grenade. I've <laughs> I've bought games that nobody plays anymore. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. So I still on... have it installed, my guy. Whenever you want. Really? Yes. Whenever I want. Yes. Mister. Okay. Let's. Are we doing hunt? Are we playing hunt? I mean, hey guys, obviously, do you want to do hunt? All right. Like okay. Shade. Shade for later. Shade. No. Hold Sit on. In the shade. It's obviously what I prefer to oh, play, but I'm more goodness. than willing to play a brick Breakpoint. I would. Ra- 
Okay. Sometimes I just want to play Breakpoint because I need a fucking break from Hunt. All, All right. right. So message Dr. Root on Twitter right now. Ask Adrian to play Breakpoint. <laughs> See, if, if this is what needs to be told to sure. the audience, we're telling them right now. I mean, we'd fucking just be happy if they message us on Twitter. Fix our if friendship. <laughs> if it's just the two of us, Adrian, whenever you want. Well. Anyway. Fix our friendship, carry please. Carry on. Um, so we also Hashtag. played Hunt. Yes. We... You and I scrubbed out hard. <laughs> we did. We lost every fucking game, then played no, Hood. No, we, we won one game. Oh, well, I don't remember. And then when you quit, it was just me and Frothy because Meemaw said, all right, I'm just going to call it a night. And Frothy and I were like, all right, one game of Hunt. <laughs> and then we went, and we got the bounty, and then fucked out. Nobody went after us. Nobody did anything. Nice. We didn't even trap anything. We didn't bring traps. Nice, easy game. Fuck it. I'll take that dub any day. For sure. And I told Frothy, and this is the end of my night. Because I have now now understand I'm going to end my night on a dub, and that's that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely the thing. But then what's, what sucks is that when you try to do that and you don't win, and it's like, I just want to end on a win. No, please, just the next one a win. Yeah. No, next, no, next one a win. Game. One please. more game. One, one more game. One, yeah, one more game. That's it's the fucking problem. gambler's fallacy. Yeah. Um. So now I watched two more things. Uh, one, one movie I watched is, has to do with my news. Okay. Uh, but I'll save that for the news segment. I thought he was going to say it has to do with my nudes. And I was like, what? No, what? no, no. Nobody what? wants Don't to see that. Don't tell me you're going to change your nudes. Nobody wants to see that. I already provide so much. Whoa. I, I, I'm, I run your OnlyFans. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know I had one, but thanks. I know. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> only That's dudes. creepy. Only dudes. O- only, only dudes. Only dudes. Um, so it's a movie that came out back in like, wow, bring it back, (laughs) back in 95, back when HBO was kind of like in its infancy on its original programming. It was this straight to TV, straight to HBO, uh, movie called the late shift, which is about the book between the war between David Letterman and Jay Leno over the tonight show. Huh? I really enjoy that because it's nice to see Kathy Bates and it's nice to see how TV has changed because it's kind of like this weird um, time capsule. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Stop making mention of me. I'm trying to take my drinks when you guys are talking. I want to say that I appreciate the fact that you're sticking with it. I'm trying. Okay. And it's so (laughs) gross. (laughs) So gross. Go ahead. I mean, if you want, we should get more ice. Oh, well, we're already here. We're knee-deep in it right now. Well, I mean... I'm in the drink. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy it, and it's uh, always refreshing to see kind of like a time capsule of how TV has changed, where now late night is completely different than what it used to be. Sure. Particularly in the days of Carson Letterman and Leno. Um, speaking and of, lastly... Uh, oh, speaking of time ca- capsules, Twin Peaks was sort of like a time capsule too, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so you've been I gotta really get being, back to the return. You've been kind of nostalgic recently. Oh, I think I know yeah. what news you're referring to now. Got it. Carry on. And I finally watched uh, Bo Burnham's Inside. Ooh, yes. So <laughs> I need to discuss this with Doctor Doctor Rude. Doctor yes. Doctor Dude. Doctor Dude. That's the fusion dance. That's yeah. 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 <laughs> fusion. Ha. The anyway, Rude. I. I'm not going to sit here and, then and say it's bad. And the other one is Dr. Rudeliness. That's mm-hmm. when we do the earrings. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say it's bad. I don't think it's bad. I actually think it's super avant-garde. Uh-huh. It's super artistic. I think it's a masterclass in terms of performance. Sure. Particularly Bo. I, I, 
I mean, what no, other people no, were there? No, it was the to, other actor. He yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, it was the uh, the dresser that okay. I thought was really. Well His acting. piano was really good. The um, pro- the projector really pulled in. It's pulled its weight. I, the problem I have with it yes. is that if you're not careful and you're not watching this with a right mindset, you will fall deep into a depression. See, I don't know. I, if that's... I felt that. Like I felt, I it was heavy. It's it heavy. was heavy, but the thing is, like. Like I am not the lightest person in the in the world. I the definitely fucking supervillain is not like yeah. yeah go no, figure. No, no, yeah. Uh, but I found myself laughing even at the darkest moments because I felt a sense of commiseration. Like I was ah, com- someone who joins my pain. Yeah, like I like it was so relevant to me that it like like that sense of uh. Of camaraderie, uh, of camaraderie, unity. empathy, of, of unity, not being alone, the empathy of it all. That kind of was uplifting in and of itself. Also, to watch a performer, someone who you know actively criticizes Hollywood and the I whole. I was gonna machine. say I, I, he does this often. Yeah, is what I'm but, was but gonna say. This is definitely the furthest level of like breaking this, down the this, wall. This is a whole. Uh, yeah, I would. Ar- I would agree with you. This is a whole other level. Yeah. Like for me, what was super great. And I love what. Sure. But the inside special, I can't call it a comedy special. It's a it's it's performance art to the highest level. I do recommend people watch it, but I do recommend when people watch it, don't watch it expecting ha ha funny. Here's watch, the thing. watch it going If oh. your life is okay, you probably won't enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, even then, I think if you're a fan of clever wordplay, no, it's like I know. his bread and butter right there. No, but, but even this wasn't punny okay. or anything like that. Okay, but what I mean to say is this, because I haven't seen the newest one yet. I, mm. I've actually listened to his albums a lot, like even the bonus tracks. And with those bonus tracks in mind, like stuff like Channel 5 and stuff like that, I, I start thinking he would be amazing if he wrote his own musical. Like, if he could just have a framework to put these songs somewhere, like, and, and actually tell a story with it, right. I think it'd do really well. He directed a movie, um, I forget it was called 13, 14, something Ugh. like that, and it was about being in middle school. Apparently did super well, so I think he can direct really well, and he's really good at making music, so please give this guy a fucking musical. Yeah, no doubt. And that's the end of my recent. Okay, well, Dr. Root is freaking out in the corner there. What's oh, up? no, my freaking out is about the news. We'll get to that later. Okay, but whose recents is up? So, uh, I'll go ahead. In okay. terms of recents, uh, I speaking of the early days of HBO original content and things based on comic books, I've been rewatching something, Tales from the Crypt. Oh wow, what a fucking banger, dude! It still holds up. Oh yeah, like that shit is good. Mm-hmm. That is fucking horror anthology at its finest. Plus. The punniest TV host in TV history. Yeah. We can only hope to be as good as him, honestly. I, I agree. 100%. We never got a yeah. first name. He's just Crypt Keeper. He's right? the Crypt Keeper. Crypt Keeper That's yeah. it. He has rivals, but it's just he's just the Crypt Keeper. Um, did you know that Shudder is they brought back Creep Show? Yes. Alright. I did know that. So we still have Oh yeah. His rival, uh, the Catacomb Guardian. No, it's the Tomb Keeper and the, the Tomb Raider. And the ha- the <laughs> the bog hag, I think, is the other one. You can't you can't talk about Adrian's mom like that. Calm down. 
Damn. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, this drink uh, is real strong. Let me. <laughs> what happened here? What has my uh, mom yeah. done to you? It was a mama joke. I'm sorry. I picked. I had a 50% chance of either picking you or James. Tales. But yeah, Tales from the Crypt super duper holds up. Uh, it, it's a joy to watch. It really is. Uh, I, when I, I was particularly younger, love the films, like Bordello of yes. Blood and stuff like well, that. Well, I love one and a half films. And once the third one comes around, it's tragic. What's it's, the third one again? Well, that's just it. The third one never got officially made until it got re-released outside of the Crypt Keeper umbrella. Pantheon? But uh, I, I, I forgot what it's called, man. I really did. But it's uh, bad. Well, if you know that title, be sure to tweet at us. Um, Crypt, Creeper, uh, Crypt Keeper Requiem? <laughs> I'm just thinking of just standard titles that kind of show up. Right. So what else? Crypt Keeper um, Loaded. And then JoJo and I, or uh, Misfortune and I, are still watching Manifest. Got it. Uh, enjoying the fuck out of it. Which I found out Netflix is not picking back up. Yeah, so I know. It ends, it ends. Yep. Um... We also uh, watched. Uh, we're still be. We're behind one episode on Loki. Uh huh. But I watched episode three, and this isn't a spoiler. But they, there is a flashback to a certain little girl, and she's playing with these two dragon figurines. Uh huh. Those dragon figurines are Dungeons and Dragons models. Okay. That means there's Dungeons and Dragons on Asgard. Or at least the set designer was. No, a fan. shut up. There's Dungeons so- and Dragons on Asgard. <laughs> Sure, all right. <laughs> Asgard and dragons. Like, Dude. I'm here for it. Okay, who would win in a fight? Thor or the Tarask? Fuck. The Tarask, Tarask. wins. <laughs> Sorry. Now, God King Ru- Thor? If it was Rune King Thor. Or Ru- Rune King Thor, I mean. I don't know, because if you look at the... I don't know, he might. I don't know. Rune no, King Rune King Thor, King Thor is, is pretty OP. Can he wish it for it to die? Because that's how you have to kill it. You have to wish it dead. I mean, you could also technically banish it to a pocket plane. It's not dead, but it's taken care of. Rune King That's just that moving ability. a problem. He could banish things. Too. Oh, yeah. He could, like, teleport things. Um, And honestly, other than that, I've just been raising my Digimon. Fun. I'll, right on your wrist. Yep. It's cute. It's cute. What do you got? All right. So it's my turn for reasons. Okay. okay so I've been continuing to play the ever-broken Dead by Daylight. Um, They have been trying to fix things. They just got the Raccoon City map online, but it barely shows up. So I haven't really got a chance to play it. But what I will say is that even they're having their, like, um, fifth anniversary right now. So, like, they're having this event with, like, blood points and the whole nine yards. But on the first day of the anniversary, people were, like, um, reporting crashes, uh, not getting the exclusive items from the anniversary, losing fucking, like, all sorts of shit. And it's just, like, this, they're having such a bad fucking run. And the Twitter, the people on Twitter are trying their best to quell fires and shit. But it's, like, behavior, you didn't fucking set this up. And if you need an extra day, you should have just said so. Yep. But whatever, no, we're, they're powering through it and whatever. We're just playing through it. And I just want to get my fix, okay? Um, next up, I, this is going to be a little bit random. I saw Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. Okay. Yeah, you, I know. You've watched them before? Or? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I've seen Both all of them parts? before. Um... Yeah, actually, okay. I think they played one after another. They were on TV, okay. and my boyfriend and I just sat down and watched them, and I started thinking about them, and it's like, this was truly the first, like, mainstream hit of an extended, like, universe, like, cinematic universe. Like, you know how Marvel had a continuous thing, and then it capped off with Avengers, you know uh-huh. what I mean? This felt like the first, like, template of what they, what all these movies are trying to do now. Like, I'm talking about the whole Harry Potter series I as know, a whole, right? but... I don't agree. What, what do you okay? Well, what, what do you mean? It's just a series of sequels. Sure, it's a franchise. 
Sure, but they they're what I mean to say is okay. Yeah, it doesn't have that element of a whole bunch of other like characters having their movies. Yeah, but what I mean to say is that it it spans a long period of time. Sure, and they managed to keep it fresh, and they even did the part one, part two thing first. You know what I mean? Like that kind of whole idea, the whole template of how these movies are being put out. I feel like Harry Potter did that first. I'm not saying it's the same. I'm just saying that like the hype. Okay. And the way that they kind of brought about bringing the end, and it felt like it's the most satisfactory ending. I don't know. Me I personally, I was shocked when Doctor Strange showed up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that was some real magic. I, I didn't expect that shit. But like, I was rewatching it, and I go, "Yeah, this was a really solid ending to this series." Like, like it had the, finality. It, yeah, it could have been better, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, in terms of some of the other things we've seen that end of a, a franchise. Like, and even some other franchises. Breaking like the, Dawn, fucking Twilight. Like, fucking even stuff that didn't even get off the ground, like the fucking... Um, oh, Divergent series. And the Universal Monsters series that they were trying to do and oh, Mummy yeah. fucking The less fell. said about Dark Universe, the better. I'm just saying, like, this... Get me the bottle. I, st- I still think Dracula was a good movie. Well... Dracula but, Untold. Dracula Untold, Okay, yeah. I was gonna yeah, say, there's a was, lot of good Dracula movies. Connected? I don't know if that's connected to the that same... That was supposed to be the first one. No, the first one was Mummy, right? No! Yeah, the mummy Dracula had the a dark different movie. universe intro. The uh, the uh, the end credit scene of uh of Dracula of 2000? Dracula Untold oh. is him like so the movie ends then it cuts to a scene of him sitting in a in a modern restaurant and he gets approached by Doctor Hyde. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, it is. It was like that was supposed to be the whole or no. It was no, no, an, no. it was an elder. Yeah, Dracula. it was, but it was it, that was supposed to be the first movie that started the whole monster universe. R- regardless, but then of they it. kind of scrapped Dracula uh-huh. because it didn't and tried to start it up office. again with Mummy. Okay, right, and that also got scrapped. No, absolutely. However, Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, it felt like a very satisfying conclusion. I felt like it, it didn't. It ended the story without going like there could always be more or something. Right. It it showed a little. Wouldn't bit you like, argue the Fantastic Beasts series? But is then, kinda... but it, but there's no like you don't see Newt at the end of Deathly Hollows right. Part Two or anything to no, lead into no. that. It is its own spinoff series, sure. which I feel like is trying way too hard to be whimsical, like the original series. I don't know, but it just felt. Right. I, I all I, that's all I wanted to say is that I felt like it was a satisfying conclusion. Those actors did a great all job. Right, not bad. And it was the end of an era, really. I've um, only seen those all the entire franchise once because of an ex. There, there is a weird moment where they just kind of fuff about, like, because they're running away from the Dark Lord from Voldemort, uh-huh. and they're just kind of going from place to place, and they do a right. slow dance to a Tom Waits song, which was so random. Oh, I didn't yeah, expect yeah, yeah. that. But, like, stuff like that, it's it's a different feel. You compare it to the first movie, like, the tones are so drastically well, different. yeah, because the tones of the books are also drastically no, different. No, but, right, but I mean, like, it did it in a way that it felt natural. It didn't okay. feel like, oh, we're just edgy or Harry forced. Potter. Right, it didn't feel edgy Harry Potter. It felt like a natural adult version of these stories. It's that, an evolution. Right, and I felt like you see, like, Justice League and stuff like that where they're trying to be more mm. edgy and more dark. Where it this felt more natural in the progression of the characters. Unpopu- unpopular opinion. I still think Ron and Hermione is a bad couple. Um. Okay. Uh. I really don't have a, an opinion on that, so I guess I that's fair. Um, no, I'm more of a Hermione Luna Lovegood fan. I love Luna. She's great, I do too. man. I actually uh, thought she. Never mind. I'll say something. I have else. an easy way of triggering misfortune. Like oh. I, I've gotten her to argue this with me several times. Uh. uh I go. No. Neville was clearly the chosen one. Because he got Luna. 
and uh, and like I have like I got receipts and everything, uh-huh. and she gets mad. Yeah. She gets mad, mad. I, I would lo- like. I, I'm not a big Harry like, Potter. No, Neville wasn't scarred by Voldemort. He was. He was emotionally scarred because Voldemort killed his grandma, who's who raised him. It's like no, but that's not what the prophecy. Well, and he also laughed at his name, which is pretty fucked uh-huh. up. He Neville was the first one to be like, "I'll join the dark side." That's, and he's like, "Well, no, I would Neville have is to a have verifiable badass." But anyway, uh, one thing, last thing on Harry Potter, and I'll move on. But like, I'm not a huge Harry Potter guy, but I've always been one to like Slytherin. Because I figure it's like it's a bad team, but it's it's not that it's a bad team. It's just that there have been bad people that have came it's from. It's not that Slytherin. it's a bad team. It's just that all the bad guys come from there, right? But <laughs> I like the one. but I like the idea that there's actual just normal ass students who were put in Slytherin sure. class just because they're smart or they have a certain personality. And I thought it was extra fucked up when fucking McGonagall is like. Oh, when they're like, oh, Voldemort's like, if you give me Harry Potter, I'll let you all live. And then some Slytherin, one Slytherin girl, one Slytherin girl goes, grab him. And everyone says, no, we won't be grabbing him. So send all the Slytherins to the dungeon. <laughs> and then all the Slytherin guys must be like, you fucking bitch, you just got us all in the dungeon. We don't even hate Harry Potter. Like, it was such bullshit that they just go here. Yeah. He fucking, like, bought me food once. What the fuck? Yeah. There's just normal ass (laughs) students that are in Slytherin, and then they all get punished because they have some vague, like, affiliation with Voldemort. It's bullshit. Poor Slytherins, man. Justice for Slytherin. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Last thing on my recents uh, I played Hunt. Yeah, Hunt Showdown with you guys. So That's I gave right. it a second attempt because, you know, as we were talking about, and you were like, well, will you, why don't you try it again? Well, I did. Um, and Yeah, because I invited you. Right. That's, That's how these things work. Do, yes. yes. In any case, um, playing the game, I come to realize why it doesn't grip me as much. Right. And this is where we kind of had this conversation where I was like, there are certain aspects. It ignores aspects. the balls. Right, of course. <laughs> um, but where there are certain aspects of first-person shooters that I feel like gravitate to certain people and gravitate to other people. Sure. Where me, I like the the ability in a multiplayer game, especially to, if I die, to get back in there and try right. again relatively quickly. And I get it. And there's other games that don't do that, like Dead by Daylight. You die, you're out. But this is a first-person shooter. I feel like it's a lot more reflex-heavy. And in this game, it's just like. There isn't that. Yeah. It, it's very much centered around the gamble aspect of it, and there's nothing wrong the with that. The stakes are high. The stakes are very high. And the thing is, is that I feel like there's a lot of ways to die without you really realizing it, and then okay. you're fucking outskis, and then it's like, oh, well, it's over. I mean, until your friends uh, resuscitated you. Assuming your friends resuscitated yeah. you, and you didn't get them killed because you, you're starting out the game. We did have one really good game, you and I. No, well, I, I killed someone, which was nice. Yeah, and we, but we got out scot-free while everybody was fighting. You hear that, Scott? We didn't even have you here. <laughs> no Scott here. But, um, yeah, no, and, and ultimately, like, I don't hate the game. I think it's a fun game. It's sure. just not for me in terms of the, the gameplay loop. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, I had another point. I completely forgot what it was, but no doubt I'll remember it in the middle of something else. Sure. Uh, in any basically, case, it's not for you. Yeah, basically, it's not for me, but I definitely see why it's popular. But at least okay. you tried it, and I'm going to try Dead by Daylight when it's fixed. I have it on my PC, so I'll play with you. Yeah, right now, it's a little bit of a rough mess right now. But uh-huh. yeah, 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 definitely give it a minute, you know, to yeah. relax, and it'll come back And up. then, if it's not for me, we'll mutually agree, neither game is for us. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, since you're in the hot seat, why don't you hit us with your news? Sure. I am beating myself up that I can't remember that last thing about Hunt, but whatever. I guess we'll move on. For- oh, I remember now. Sorry. 
Um, there's another aspect of it that yes. I wasn't a big fan of, and I think it's only specifically for people who are new at the game. Okay. Because the game has such a, a heavy gamble influence right. of it, if you're playing with friends, and if you're the reason why the squad dies, you feel like extra shit. Eh. Because your friends actually have good equipment that they brought to help you, and you got them killed, and they have to fucking work hard to get all that shit back. Yeah, oh, but man. we... we... We've cost each other games. Yeah. No, I know, but I'm just saying for someone starting out new, you feel bad because it's like, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, I mean, oops, right, sorry, guys. Enough. That's just induced anxiety from yourself. I'm just saying there is that element in the game for sure because people have different loadouts going in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in any case, so news, you asked me? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I've got some news, some actual survival horror news, and it's all fucking rumors, so take it with the heaviest pound of salt. Not, not a grain, no, a yeah. pound. A fucking pound, because you know okay. how many times I've heard about a fucking Silent Hill rumor? Do you know how many like, times they've said, oh my gosh, the Silent Hill remake is going to be revealed at E3, and it right. never fucking happens? Well, okay, let me preface this. So Konami was putting out some information. Oh, there's some Silent Hill stuff coming out soon. Okay. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, is it a remake? Is it a sequel? Oh my god, is Kojima involved? And then all of the smart people went, Watch, it's going to be something stupid, and you're going to feel stupid for getting excited. And what was it? A fucking skateboard. It was the, the skateboard deck. It yeah. was a Silent Hill merchandise okay. skateboard. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not what the fans want, right. Konami. There's, like, you can do these things when your game series sells well. So, yeah, that's like, the point, is that, like... Like, I hate that this is a company who clearly knew that by teasing the words Silent Hill, uh -huh. they're clearly pulling at the heartstrings of very specific people. Uh-huh. And when you fucking say, Silent Hill, skateboard. Some of you will still buy, right? Uh -huh. And it's like, fuck. But, like, that's, like, just literally just not finishing the job. Like No, right. It's entirely on name. It's like knowing the demand and ignoring it. Yeah, exactly. And ignoring the supply. No, and exploiting it. That's actually very true. That's what it is. Exploiting is you're exploiting the, the demand to market something else. So after the internet had a field day photoshopping uh, skateboards and all sorts of shit on the you Silent Hill some. pictures. I did some, absolutely. For me, it's always like this. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Um, by the way, I fucked up the line, the Silent Hill 2 line before. Ah. Uh, it's, it's um, anyway, what do you mean? Anyway, you don't sound very happy to see me. I was almost killed back there. Uh, why didn't you try to save me? All you care about is that uh, dead wife of yours. I've never been more scared in my whole life. Sorry, because I said in the line, like, I know this line by heart and I got it wrong. So you don't know it that. by heart. Like, do goddamn it, I just did it. But in hey, any case, you know, in like the back of your hand, that's something new. Yeah, I don't fucking use this joke. hand. Uh -huh. I don't use my left hand. Hey oh. Um, but no, but so that aside, that happened. But on top of that, some new news came out about fucking um Konami making a deal with a company called Bluber. Okay, I've literally talked about this already. What do you mean? Carry on. We you've no, but they they just they actually just made it public recently. Like confirmed, confirmed, though? yeah. Oh, okay. So okay, they might have rumored it before, okay. but there was like a million fucking rumors back then. But this one specifically. So I've this one about. actually happened, and they're but the thing is, they didn't say it's a it's a Silent Hill property. Right. Doesn't say it's a remake or anything. I don't know what it is. But I mean, these are the people that made the Dark Souls remake, isn't it? No, that's Blue Point. That's Blue oh, Point. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, no, this is Bluebird. They're the people right. who made the medium. Right. right, that's right, that's right. And that's from right, what right. I hear, and I didn't play the medium, so I really don't know, but from what I'm hearing, this 
they're not a lot. A lot of people are trusting this company to make an in depth game. They're like, they made a walking simulator and another game. I'm not excited. <laughs> right. So it's like Konami just give. There are so many studios that would love to do a Silent Hill game, but they're just like, no, we got to keep cheaping it out. Whatever. Right. I don't know. Look, they might put out a good game. I don't know. But even then, who's to say it's a fucking game and not a goddamn like phone app or something stupid? Just watch, right. watch. And then the last thing I have for news is, uh, so speaking of old survival horrors, EA is uh, taking a look at Resident Evil 2 and uh, or Resident Evil and seeing how popular that is. And they're like, do we have any survival horror franchises? And they dig through their uh, graveyard of franchises uh-huh. they've killed and fucking pull up the corpse of Dead Space with its millions of limbs. And they're like, this is a survival horror. We could do this. So from what we hear, EA is talking about remaking Dead Space 1 in the style of RE2 remake. With Unreal Engine 5. Well, is that true? Did they say that? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, possibly. I don't know. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. But the point is, is that this doesn't have to be a bad thing. Right. Because when EA is trying a concept... It's usually when it's at their best. Mm. That's how we got Dead Space in the first place. That's true. That's how we got American McGee's Alice and stuff like that. They're trying things. But then once it gets popular, they go, all right, everyone who worked on it, get the fuck out of the way. We're adding our shit in now. So this first one could be good. Or it could be just like they look at RE2 remake or RE3 remake and they're like, we can make half a game and make the rest DLC. Sure. Uh, that's it, and that's what they'll do. I don't know. So I'm excited if it's the la- the first thing, the prior. If it actually is a remake, they're trying to bring it back to the roots. Because, you know, the dude, we're bringing it back to the roots. You know, I'm- Silent Hill, Tom Hewlett, bring it back to the roots. I'm just saying I've been hurt before. How many times have we heard that at a news conference of a, video, of a video game developer? We're bringing it back to the roots? Oh, uh, and everything's cinematic, different. cinematic visuals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! No, they'll, they'll say bring it no back to the boxes. roots. No loot boxes. There's say not going to be any loot boxes. They'll say bring it back to the roots, and then do everything that wasn't in the roots. Yeah. My favorite is it with Silent Hill Downpour. They're like, well, we're gonna bring it back to the roots. It's not about some random cult or anything. Silent Hill one, three, four are all about a cult. The only one that's not about a cult is two, and that's the roots. Okay, guy. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, so that's all I got for news. Uh, what you I got? I got for me? one piece of news, and then I'll. Okay, go for it. Is that all right? Yeah, it's, it's fine. small. <laughs> I'll think um, about forgiving you. So, Bone King, I don't know if you enjoy late night TV and all that, like uh, the classics and whatnot, but James and I have had many, many conversations over Letterman, Leno, Jimmy garbage, Fallon. Garbage, garbage, garbage. No, I love garbage. Fucking cool. Shirley Manson's amazing. Well, all right. But Riding but, high oh, on a deep she? depression. That's a great uh-huh. fucking song. She's so good, so, guys. I love her. <laughs> Conan O'Brien, uh, legend ended, of late night, ended his run. Yep. Uh, with late night TV, he has retired as the elder statesman of the genre. Yep. Uh, but that's it. It was a beautiful finale. I forget which of the others. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel that, uh, in response to that, said, uh, "And congratulations to Jay Leno on her new time slot." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah ah! I, I, it is the opinion of the Fan Freaks podcast to fuck Jay Leno. Of course. Um, really? Yeah, we all fucking... We do not respect Jay Leno in this house, in oh. this podcast house. I don't know anything about him. All I know is fuck that him. he came I out mean, not too long ago. he cost Conan O'Brien the, the, uh, the... Tonight the, Show. The Tonight Show. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know anything about Late Show hosts, so yeah. I'm yeah. Oh, late. man. that That's a whole can of worms. I will say... That's why I watched The Late Night. I was like, man, I'm... Wait. I need to remember more shit about Who's Leno. your favorite Late Night host? Me, O'Brien. Who's your favorite late night host? Ferguson. I'm thinking Elvira. 
Oh, well, you know. that, that doesn't really <laughs> count, though, man. She's, more, yes. she's more of a movie host. Yeah. Out of the box. I'm trying to think I out know, of the I box. Know. But no, yeah, Craig Ferguson is my favorite talk show host, okay. uh, uh, late night talk show host. Oh, he, no, I got one. Uh, fucking, uh, oh, my God, I can't believe I forget his name. He's so fucking funny. Uh, made out with a police officer in the middle of the fucking deli. Uh, Eric Andre? Eric Andre. He's my favorite host. All right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't it, know if I count that. Aside from, uh, aside from Craig Ferguson, people that are still on the air, it'd be Stephen Colbert. Oh, yeah. Wait, he's on the air still? Yeah. Yeah. I thought... Um, he's, he took over for Letterman. He's yeah. doing the late show with Stephen Colbert. Oh, because Trevor Noah took over Colbert's Correct. show. And then, no, yeah. no, no. He took over No, Daily he took show. over Jon Stewart's show. The Daily Show. Yeah. Da- yeah, you're the right. The Colbert Report Col- doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah, the Colbert you're Report right. doesn't exist. Uh, so right. But yeah, Man, Conan old, yeah. is still going to be a busy bee. Yeah. He has a comedy variety show... Uh, for HBO Max, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, one of the jokes, by the way, that I love is that Martin Short was one of the last guests for Conan. Oh, yeah. And Martin Short asked him, so uh, why did you ask Leno to be here? <laughs> <laughs> Were you afraid he was going to take your show again? <laughs> and then, and then Conan's hell. like, well, I keep calling him. But, you know, somebody just goes, oh, no, he's not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeps ducking my calls. Flying over my head. I uh, dig it. Ah. If anybody um, anybody is a creature of late night, there you go. My yeah. shitty Leno impression. Um, So we got some casting news about like the upcoming Green Lantern project. Okay. The movie or the show? The movie. Got it. Uh, supposedly, uh, a man named Tobias Menzies. Oh, I thought for sure you were going Boone for whatever. No. Fuck! I was like, what? No, uh, this is the guy that played Edmore Tilly, uh, Edmore Tully in uh, Game of Thrones. Nope, lost me. Sorry. Whatever. He's gonna play Sinestro. Uh, honestly, it's a pretty good casting. The last guy who played Sinestro, I thought Mark looked Strong. the most perfect. Mark Strong was great. He looked identical. Oh, I mean, sure. he's got the chin. Yep. He does have the like, chin. And the ears. The Green Lantern movie has a lot of problems, but I know that that no, character but Mark Strong no, no, killed no, no. spot on. Mark Strong carried that garbage-ass film. You agree. Here's my, we can have a whole conversation about the Green Lantern movie, because it's bad, but there's some parts of it that aren't. I like the Matchbox car thing. Mostly like anything, anything in Oa I thought was good. Yeah. It's when they brought it back down to Earth that it got garbage again. Hmm. Anyway, uh, so yeah, he'll be playing Sinestro, which is cool. Yeah, I think it could be a good choice. I'm fine with it. Good good casting. Uh, Tilda Swinton has actually recently voiced her opinion, because I don't know if you guys know, but Kevin Feige recently uh, expressed some regret over the casting of the Ancient One. Oh, 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 in Avengers. Wow, really? Yeah. I thought Tilda did a good job. Yeah. But he said at the time we could we weren't sure if there was a way to cast him as an Asian American or as an Asian actor without being stereotypical. We now know that was the wrong mindset to take and we apologize. Tilda said I'm so grateful he said that. I'm sure she got a lot of stupid messages. She said, That's why. At the beginning, I was welcomed with open arms, but then as time passed, the opinion of that portrayal of the character kind of changed in the public vision, and I understand, and I'm very sympathetic to that. Oh. I'm very sympathetic Props to, to why. Tilda. Yeah. Uh, so it is a little fighting. weird. No, I, I, I like I like her performance. She yeah. did a great job, but it is a little weird that she has mainly like a lot of Asian. Like she, her entire it's, house it's, is Asian. Yeah, like, it's you very know. Asian in uh, origin. Yeah, like it seems like she comes from an Asian origin no, for sure. and not like yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And I only have one more thing I want to talk about. 
because uh, everyone knows the box office and you know Academy Award winning worthy or Academy worthy movies, the Transformers series. Oh, of course, <laughs> Michael Bay classics. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Oh my god! I actually just—that's all my recents too. Motherfucker. Fucking last night, Transformers. Continue though. Yeah. Which Transformers? Hey, you pulled the one a James with, uh, on What's James. his face? I, I pulled a James on James. Holy you did. shit! Um, Doogie, not Doogie Hauser. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. That's oh, yeah, yeah. That's that the nickname four? I was looking for. Yeah, with I think uh, so. oh, God, that movie's so. Bad. Whatever. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, but Transformer Seven, officially titled Rise of the Beasts. This oh, is the Beast second Wars? rise. Movie. We are going to introduce the Maximals, the Predacons, and the Terracons. Okay. Now, the original voice of Opt uh, of oh. Optimus Primal. Uh, okay. The T Rex one, I think, right? No, he was the gorilla. Oh, the yeah, right. Um, is not coming back for the role like Peter Cullen did for Optimus Prime. Okay. Which is a bummer. Instead. He's being played by Ron Perlman. Interesting. And I could not be more excited. I can't imagine a better voice for this fucking character. Ron Perlman does have a great voice. It's and it's perfect for this, like for Optimus Primal. Like he's got the he it, that necessary gruff to he's, really sell it. Okay, so one of my favorite things about those movies is yes. John Goodman's voice acting as one of the the uh, heavier Transformers. I'm sorry, what? John Goodman is one of the Transformers. He's the big one. I would know. The big? He has a cigar. It's really stupid why he would Wasn't have a cigar. Was in one movie? He was in the one that I just met with Marky Mark. He's in oh, that okay. one. But in any case, yeah, John Goodman's, and I thought he was a great voice for I, it, too. Uh, I, I love Oh! Um, the big guy. I mean, there's been several big guys in the Transformers movies. No, but he's movies. the fat Transformer. There's no other fat Transformers, okay? I would know! <laughs> but in any case... I, uh, I tuned Jesus. out of Transformers after three. Hound. I will, I will say, though, because they were all playing on TV, and it just reminded me, the best Transformers movie, and I will say this, is Bumblebee, actually. Yes, 100%. It did a a way better job actually showing the Transformers. For sure. Because it world. wasn't directed by Bay. Is that true? It was not. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that makes all of a sudden so much more sense. But also, like, I'm really hoping to take a lesson from Bumblebee. Yeah. And learning that, hey, you can make the Transformers look like Transformers. Yes. And not like crumpled pieces of aluminum foil. And not just like a, a fucking CGI error of metal. Yeah. Like, just... Collapsing on itself. Because Bumblebee looked like fucking Bumblebee, man. And when they were on their planet, everyone looked like Transformers. That's yes. fucking Starscream. Was it Starscream? It was Starscream, right? I, I but he and didn't Bumblebee? sound like he did. He sounded like someone else. Fuck, I don't remember. I know who you're talking about. The point about. is, they looked like Transformers, which was awesome. Yes, I agree. Uh, But yeah, that's all I've got for news. Who's a worse director, Paul W.S. Anderson or Michael Bay? Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, 100%. No, uh, because look, Michael Bay, he could be over the top actiony, but he has like this sort of like Yeah, but um, W.S. Anderson didn't have every, racist fucking Transformers. That is well, but Paul W.S. Anderson also has some other racist ass things as oh, well. What? Go one? watch Death Race. I didn't see Death Race. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of things in there. He's a total like creep. I'm sorry. Like it's the same level of like I'm in action, I can do whatever I want. This is my crude humor. But Michael Bay at least has it streamlined enough to where it's like visible to other people, like a mainstream audience. Yeah, I'm underneath the ro uh, the robot's testicles, the robot scrotum. Right, and that's cringy as fuck. Mind. That 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 
I didn't care. Also, he killed the only African American Transformer in the first Transformers movie. You don't remember Jazz? Jazz. Fucking Megatron just ripped him. I think it was Death Race three or two. where he they had did, a cat. He did three death races. No, he did either two or three. I forget which one. Oh. But one of those, they had a cat fight. No, it was literally they put all the women in a room and made them fight. It was really. You weird. know what's crazy though about that scene being underneath the Constructicons testicles, right? With okay. John Turturro. Yes, John Turturro cried on the on the set of that film because he was the first actor in sixty years. To be given permission to climb the pyramids yeah. of Jordan. I was about to say and that's it was a big all deal. For a- he was the no one, nobody for entertainment other than like documentaries and stuff yeah. has been allowed to lay hands on those pyramids. That's legit. 100%. He was the first actor in like sixty years, and he cried. And what the what was the payoff? Fucking uh, testicle joke. <laughs> I, I'd still the biggest sin is those two robots, uh, uh, mud skids flap. and mud yeah. flap. The holy shit, man! Yeah. It's like you watch oh, yeah. it and you're Tune like, tune in can't. for that episode where we discuss <laughs> verses of the worst, like freaky five worst representations oh, we've ever I seen. That, that's I don't want to do Too that. Show oh, ideas. fucking rough. Anyway, um, I think that's all we got, right? That uh, that that's it for our research yeah, and our it, news. Man. All right, yeah, take a break, get some ice in our glasses and keep drinking that's right so we're gonna go ahead and take that quick break and when we return we're gonna go ahead and talk about our freaky five action movie heroes now i wanted to mention i've had this grenade um pulled with the pin pulled for the past couple of seconds i didn't know really when to mention Get to the chopper. Anyone. hey everyone cody here from the robots don't age podcast and you're listening to fan freaks okay mm. I've come here to save you. Mm, mm, Let me take that off. Oh my gosh, this is the biggest gag I've... Well, that'd be lying to be honest. But thank you so much for saving me. Where is he? I, I don't know, he just I'm showed up. I'm surprised you've made it this far, Mr. Doobie. Yes! Nonetheless, you've fallen into my trap. <laughs> Dr. Rude, I am your worst nightmare. Check out my M60 machine gun. <laughs> I didn't realize I was being saved by Christian Bale. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Bale. Yeah, like it started like I was trying to go sly but deeper, and then it went into Christian it Bale. It went straight Christian Bale, Batman. I, didn't, I did not mean to so, do that. Anyway, I want someone just to be like, Batman, you do realize that's the most unique and recognizable voice you can do. I know who you are now. <laughs> right? But so, anyway. I mean, to be fair, he, he, he when he spoke like Bruce, he didn't sound like no, that. No, I know, but it's just funny to think. But today, we are doing a Freaky Five favorite action heroes. What is a Freaky Five, you may ask? George, why don't you tell us? Oh, allow me. A Freaky Five is where we each take a turn uh, telling our top five in a specific category. So I'll be going through one through five, starting at five, going to one, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Who's going first? With some room for honorable mentions. Uh, well, you guys can do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's going first? Uh, Who's on second? I kind of want to go middle. All right. You and I, we meet again I'll start. for yeah, the this first kinda, time. I'm still wrapped up against whatever, tied up. Like, I know I signed on to this party, uh-huh. but, you know, I'm overstaying my welcome. Well, I'll go ahead and start us off. Yeah, that way the villain starts and then the sure. hero comes in at the end and wins. Um, <laughs> I want to say for the record, I have specifically omitted superheroes like comic book movies from this genre, from this, hundred percent agree. Because that feels like its own genre. They're, I don't even, I, I don't even have Punisher here. 
See, that was going to say, like, I think that's, like, the one exception to I was the rule, say, but even then. But hold on, wait, 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 because you guys say this a lot, where it's, like, you equate superheroes to all of comics. Right. But comics are just a medium, and there's millions of stories I told understand. through comics. Yeah, but so the... there could be an action hero in comics that's not a superhero. I understand. Well, one of them on my list, I lied, I have... Uh, another Arnold. Wow. <laughs> How can we ever trust you if you're just lying? I'm the supervillain. You can't trust me. That's the whole fucking point. I guess we could trust you to not exactly. be trustworthy. And, all right, Which just, is a paradox. Yeah. We could also trust you to not peek. Anyway. This <laughs> sentence is false. Uh, <laughs> um, so. You're number five. My number five. And, we're, and so this is what I'm saying. This is technically based on a comic. Okay. But I still. No, it is. But I still very much consider it an action hero. Uh-huh. And yes, I'm realizing I have three Arnold Schwarzeneggers on my list, so sue me. Uh Conan the Barbarian. Okay. Coming in did at Did the number. comic come first or did the movie? Comic come? came first, man. The dude. comic came first? Oh yeah. By like fifteen years. Conan's a really good pick. So it A, it puts Arnold on the map. This is really what put him on the map yeah. for Can we action just, heroes. Since you have three Arnolds on your yes. list, we could swap this one out for Beastmaster and have not much lost. Uh, <laughs> Except quality. Well, but you get animal friends. <laughs> sure. So. I actually really like the Beastmaster TV show. Yeah, I heard. People actually like that. But then I thought I, it was pretty good. I hear about how Mostly they, because he had two ferrets in his bag. That, but they have that. They have that in the movie I know. too. But they painted the tiger black, yes. and it killed the tiger. I know, so Dicks. fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty sorry. shitty. Uh, Any yeah, particular I mean, reason why Conan? Why not? Really? I think uh, no, but I mean, of it, there's a reason why he's. It's on his freaky. I, I so as a kid, uh, Conan the Barbarian, because uh, I, I I got exposed to the movie first, even though my dad had all the fucking comics up to that point. Uh, but I, I, my, I definitely have the memory of the movies first and then being like, I want to know more and then reading all the comics. Uh, but Conan was a, probably one of my first forays into fantasy. Oh, hmm. Oh, so you were like single digit kid. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm talking about like, I was like four when I first saw Conan the Barbarian. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So uh, can you tell me you what saw... is the riddle of steel? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is the riddle of steel? Fuck man. Who the fuck Don't is letting you it. watch it at four years old? I had a very... Okay, you have to understand something. My dad was like a published artist for heavy metal comics. Oh, Like, okay. my parents and the people who... My grandparents, they didn't hide a lot from me. The difference was they were there next to me. Nah. Like, I wasn't, like, watching this shit on my own. Like, specifically, Conan the Barbarian, I am sitting on the floor in front of my grandpa's recliner watching it on this old CRT television. Um, hmm. My other grandfather would show me Burt Reynolds films. By the way, <laughs> I can tell you exactly where we rented that movie from because we rented it from the video store that used to be next to Super Pizzeria. There's now another video store there, but there used to be a video <laughs> store. Wow, the, this, uh, is, uh, this, this is super This is riveting for who's Sorry. listening. Yeah, like, oh, anyway. that place next to that pizza yeah, place? Yeah, you're right. All right, motherfucker, whatever. The point is, <laughs> number it's, a, four. it's a very attached memory. Uh-huh. Got it. Number four. Uh, Number four. Is going to be another Arnold Schwarzenegger character. Only one movie, though, and it's Jack Slater. The character, the action what hero within an action bro. hero. Oh, last action? Hero? Last action yeah, hero. Yeah, I thought of it for a second. Yeah, yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, it's so fucking good. A movie that was A, way ahead of its time in terms of the way it handles parody and homage to a genre. Because it's look, both. If you look in the dictionary for the 
criminally def uh criminally, criminally underrated <laughs> definition. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. Last action heroes there. For sure. A, we get a stellar performance from Charles Dance. Oh yeah. I've Dance? just killed somebody and I've done it on purpose. Shut the fuck up. I love this place. <laughs> so good. I truly. Ice that guy to call uh, a phrase. <laughs> yes. Again, truly like an iconic role for him, for me personally. And again, it's one of those first movies that really skirted, like towed the line of parody and homage. Mm -hmm. Like honestly, having the poster in the video store of Sylvester Stallone's Terminator was fucking great for me. And the fact that this is still during their heated rivalry somehow. Yeah, absolutely. They're and still he, in a what rivalry. What are you talking about? I love him in that movie. Like, it's this so good. This is his good. best work. Yeah. Like, him so saying good. that is such a shit on him. Oh, my God. Agreed. Uh, now, I, I struggle with this one a little bit, but I'm, I'm including it here. This is much more modern. We're coming into the modern age. This is number three. Okay. Uh... You okay? I forgot the character's name. You son of bitch. What movie? Son of bitch. You son of bitch. What movie? <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's the fucking- Jesus Christ? I mean, yeah, he's kind of an action hero. If you think about the Bible like as like a whole, I mean, he no, kind of- what about that Family Guy episode where he's literally an action hero? Oh, that's true. And they have Jesus like an Jesus Christ, too. He's back and he's pissed off. With Jim Kavik. I love that you guys have stalled enough for me to actually look up the name. Uh -huh. uh, Rick O'Connell or Rick O'Connor. From the Mummy franchise. Oh, it's O'Connell. great. It is O'Connell, Brendan right? Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Brendan Fraser. Fantastic pick. In my opinion, probably the last swashbuckling adventure movie that we've ever really gotten. Uh, Pirates of the Pirates, Caribbean? Yeah. I guess. Like, literally like, swashbuckling. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true, but I personally don't like that series as much as most people. Uh, and therefore, wow. it doesn't count. Therefore, no, it doesn't correct. count. Correct. Right? Oh, yeah. No, hold the fuck up. Yeah. I'm shocked by that. Why? You don't like pirates? Not really. It's got like maybe two or three good movies. Yeah. In the whole series. I mean, yeah, but wow. All right. Anyway, Rick O'Connell, fucking great. Great uh, pick, a, by the way. It's it's that that it's different than the other two because the other two, well, are more Arnold. Are well, they're all Your Arnold. Whole list is Arnold. Meanwhile, the whole thing. Meanwhile, Brendan Fraser oozes charisma. That's true. He yeah. is he is that like Roger Moore era style, like just charismatic fucking. Not but everyday that, man kind of fun. He's yeah. such a Han Solo throughout the yes, whole film. Absolutely. Uh, through the first and the second one. And honestly, he really provides a lot of... Um, levity? <laughs> a, a lot of levity. Yeah. yeah that's a yeah, great way to say it. A lot of levity to it. And of course, you know, hey... Uh, O'Connell, I got all the horses. Hey, you're, <laughs> you're on, on the, the wrong... Benny, you're on the wrong side. <laughs> So good. That's one thing I want to say real quick. Like, from all these action movie yes. heroes, he has all the qualities besides being grizzled. He's heroic. Right. He's charismatic. But he's not this, you know, he speaks in a very grizzled. No, because he is, he's supposed to be yeah. that, like, old, like, pulp action, like, pulp Flash action uh, novel hero. Yeah. Uh, uh. You know, fucking old Amazon movies and shit like that. That's what he's supposed yeah. to be. And he does it. Expertly, for it's, sure. It's it. He is a character for people who like their action movies with some pulp. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah, some pulp. Some not pulp. heavy pulp. I want all. Um, Y'all are gonna hate me for oh. number two. Uh, now I have to renumber my list. Oh, for fuck's Bro, sake. Bro. Okay. Well, we, all right. We let's go. Do we it. We're halfway it. through your list. What I'm is aware. number two? 
No, I have a. I, I can't. What are you switching out? Uh, I have to knock Conan down off the list. Okay, what's number five then? Uh, so it so the order stays the same. So then Jack Slater. Five. Then we have uh Rick O'Connell four. Uh, Rick O'Connell three is now we're gonna do um uh fucking a. You want a fucking a? <laughs> I mean, granted, that's not even really a bad you know mission statement, and for an action movie, I guess you could really do is that. Is fucking a short for fucking anal? I right? You'd think because you'd say fucking ass, number three is even... James Bond. Oh, oh, Jesus! Oh. That's not a bad one. Action <laughs> no, movie let's hero. Keep talking about fucking. Anal. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I mean, Damn no it. doubt James Bond has fucked a couple ways. I mean, like, oh no, 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 has he fucked anal? No, that's the question. For sure. I don't think so. Well, no, that's actually they confirmed a thing when he with uh fucking what's his name? Oh God, one of the recent ones, Danny and, Craig. Daniel with Daniel Craig. Craig, but the villain is who I was talking about, where oh. they were like, you got to try, you know, everything once, Mr. Bond. He's like, who said I haven't tried it? Like, oh, Boom, yeah. Boom, fucking Mr. Bond. Oh, he's definitely had his asshole. He's definitely eaten. done it. Uh, yeah, man. I mean. Which Bond? That's a good question, actually. No, we're talking about the character. No, but I mean, just curiously, <laughs> what was your, like, who would you pick? I don't want to do this. Seriously? It's is that Dalton. hard? <laughs> it used to be Sean Connery. Uh, but Sean Connery is a giant piece of shit. So your answer is Daniel Craig. I understand. Honestly, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I love the Daniel Craig era. I'm a Pierce Brosnan. Look, kind I of guy. love See, Pierce Brosnan, I hate Pierce but Brosnan. he's not d- 007, like the way he's supposed to be written. Well, that's just like, it. Like, if we ignore uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service. Uh, Lazenby. Yeah, no. George yeah, Lazenby. George Lazenby. If we ignore jo- George Lazenby, like everyone else does, uh-huh. uh, Bond tends to follow a pattern. Uh-huh. Rugged, smooth, rugged, smooth, rugged. Because you have Sean Connery was the rugged. Roger, uh, Moore. Roger Moore was the smooth. Okay. Timothy Dalton brought it back to rugged. Then you have Pierce Brosnan, smooth. clearly smooth. Uh-huh. smooth and then Craig butter. was supposed to be was brought us back to the rugged again. Sure. So that's why I'm ho- I'm kind of hoping they keep that that uh that pattern. Uh-huh. I would love to see the Tom Hiddleston Bond. Tom Hiddleston. I think he could do it. I. Do not. I think he could. Interesting choice. I just want... What sold me on that was his character in Kong Skull Island. What I want to see is Tom Hiddleston Bond, but a Blofeld Mark Strong. Uh, oh, interesting. Guys, I mean, That'd like, cool. people were talking Idris Elba, and I think he'd be fantastic. <sighs> I'm fine with it. I'd be totally cool with it. I have the same problem I have with the Superman casting. Oh, because that's part of, like... But, I mean, someone being bred to kill, like, could be... But the problem is, we know that it's the same character. We know that every... It ha- if if they had somehow confirmed the theory that Bond was a code name, that's fine. Uh-huh. But it's not. We know for a fact that it has... It is the same character. Can he not have the same backstory while, while being black? I don't think so. I, I, All right, we're, 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 ten, we're going no. off on a tangent. Yeah, we are going off on a tangent. From what I know about Freaky James five. Bond, Sorry. I thought Point it would is, work. But okay. I love Idris Elba. Right. I do. Like, he shifts me on the Kinsey scale. Like, <laughs> okay. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I, I I feel like there's no way to tell that story without explaining it correctly. So is this uh, your real anyway. number two coming up? or Yes. Okay. No, no, no. We're, we're back to our right number. We're, we're good now. Uh-huh. Uh, coming in at number two is my third Arnie. It is technically second now. I guess you're right. Uh, it is the T800, not the T850. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. What? No, no, I get what you mean. Because I, for whatever reason, I thought Terminator One. He's not the hero of a Terminator Two. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. No, but I'm specifically yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. The, the good one. <laughs> well, for me, one no, and two are good. Fuck you. 
No, no, no. I'm saying the no, good the Terminator. Good, like, oh, the good oh, aligned like the good one. actual robot. Not them. The movies are great. No, Shut and up. look, here's my thing, man. Even in the shitty Terminator movies, I still like his character. When like, he's in I there. liked Pops in... Genesis. Genesis, thank you. Uh-huh. I liked that version of the older uh, Terminator. And the de- decorator and in, they, in Dark Fate. Yeah, yeah wasn't he in Dark Fate? And they nailed yeah. it in Dark Fate. Yeah. They nailed the old uh, T-800 in Dark Fate. I thought it was great. Uh, and yeah, and I mean, you. I don't think you can get more iconic than like that. Also, this movie and my number one pick have something in common, and that's that they have very, very iconic, very era-specific theme songs. Because, mm, okay. you know, with the Terminator, you have the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know... It, it, it's again, a great pick. As a kid... Like, nothing is cooler than seeing that endoskeleton. At all. It's not only, not only that, but also the fucking ride at Universal was top shelf. It wasn't bro. really a ride. It was a show. I don't care. Okay, yes. And it wasn't I was even, on a ride of my life. It wasn't uh-huh. even just America. And because it's I'm contract, uh, contractually obligated to talk about Resident Evil every single episode, <laughs> Terminator is a huge inspiration for oh, Resident for Evil. Sure. So, you mean yeah. Skull Stalker. No, yeah, no, because that's what it is in the remake. You mean Nemesis, because that's... But yeah, like, you ever wonder why Nemesis has teeth like that? Oh, I believe it. It's straight up, yeah. Any number of us, I'm sure, can think of one iconic thing, action, line, or scene. Lever action shotgun. The lever action shotgun, him attempting to smile. Yeah. All of these things, I need your clothes. Like, any of these fucking moments are just very iconic. Nice night for a walk, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> and just ingrained... In, like, the cultural zeitgeist. There's no fate except what we make for ourselves. No, forget that one. No, no, forget that one. That one's not true. (laughs) I am actually one of the few people I know that owns the skeleton that came with the Blu-ray for one and two. Uh That's cute. None of those discs work. (laughs) So I had to rebuy the the franchise. It's so Which is fine. I'm fine with owning the franchise But you have a life-size T-800 skull in your room. (laughs) I do. For creative purposes, It's not on my list. He's an honorable mention on my list. Yeah. Speaking of which, let me go ahead and hit up a few honorable mentions real quick. Oh, oh. some might say that was a segue. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Antonio Banderas in the Zorro movies. Oh, wow. That's a fucking classic good. pick. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Such I mean, a good honestly, Zorro as a whole as a character, yes. is a great action hero. Right, but you want to talk about swashbuckling Wait, action yes. well, we, he Is he a hero? Like a superhero? He is he's a hero. He's kind of like, no, but he's a masked hero. Yeah, you he know is. what I mean? No, I I think he works. Again, but in terms of I have acknowledged that like, Conan the Barbarian is also a comic book hero, but it's different. But he, but he, Speaking he's of honorable mention, that's, that's on your honorable mention. When I say comic, when I'm talking about like comic book movies, uh-huh. that definitely like calls a certain aesthetic, a certain visual, a certain theme. No, I know. Zorro doesn't have that. I just, my question is, would Zorro be considered a, a cape? Like He's like in the middle of the Venn diagram. He saves people. No, absolutely. Hero, like, For sure. He doesn't yeah. have actual no, he powers. Is, he, is the Lati- he is the Hispanic Batman. That's what he is. Ye- well, with half the budget, but yeah, pretty much. Sure. I'm, well, because yeah, Bruce is, Wayne is, is a is fucking billionaire. No, I know, but I'm just so, saying that is the archetype. Which makes it more impressive that Zorro can pull off Correct. all this shit that fucking Bruce can. But on, also in your honorable mention, Conan the Barbarian. Uh, yeah, now Conan <laughs> is in <laughs> yeah, yeah. honorable mentions. Um, but yeah, I, I, love, uh, I love the Zorro movies. I think Antonio did a fantastic job. Yeah, also, hats off, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> hats off. More things off, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. I broke, broke rude. Uh, this is why we shouldn't have brought liquor in this. I'm telling you. 
Liquor, um, I hardly know her. God damn it. Uh, and I do have a sly in my in my honorable mentions. Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> uh, Demolition Man. Yes. Oh, shit. Good pick. Like, that's such a fucking... Like, I can quote that movie for fucking hours, my dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I need to bring it into my number one. Number one. And I can acknowledge that in terms of, like, cultural importance, mm-hmm. the T-800 matters more. But... For me... This is a Freaky Five. This is your favorite. I know. For me, my number one favorite action hero. Uh-huh. I talked about how cool it was to see a metallic endoskeleton. Right. But for me, this man and his metallic exoskeleton, it's got to be Alex Murphy, the RoboCop. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, That's Also, he shot a rapist in the dick. He sure did, bud. <laughs> and that's what makes it the best movie. Uh, I agree. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, 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 Robocop, 100% hashtag still me can't too. Believe. Oh, He's there. No, also, no. for anyone who thinks anything, the reboot wasn't that bad. Okay? It wasn't. It just lost the spirit. It, it was rated PG-13. I am just shocked. Speaking of that, I am shocked how many people say I grew up with RoboCop after seeing it. Like, is it's super violent. Like, yeah. crazy oh, violent. Yeah. I'm I mean, shocked. To be, to be did fair, that for a reason. like, uh, there were, like, pretty much from the beginning, there was a PG-13 version of RoboCop 1 and 2 in video stores. Oh, I didn't know that. There okay. was. Because, like, the uh, scene where... But the, those the fucking, suck. There's a whole uh, bunch of things that are just like, wow, no, this would have scarred the fucking, me. The scene where they dismember Murphy is traumatizing. Well, I don't know if it was RoboCop. And it's not, not the worst scene because no. you have that guy in the, the melting waste. Yeah, the guy melting. I, I don't know if it was RoboCop 1 or another movie, but there was like a thing where they were trying out different RoboCops. That's and RoboCop one of them 2. Rips his head yeah, off and it's the a thing. Skeleton. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> and there's the I'm other... shocked that's not an emoji for yours. Probably will be. And now there's the, the, other ro- the other failed prototype that twists itself around it's so brutal yeah it's like, awesome jesus and christ great fucking stop motion animation oh yeah no that no. and ed, uh ed 209 in, right. in the first one ed 209 is so nuts thank you for your cooperation i i like imagine i'm him whenever i'm shooting in an fps it's uh-huh. just dagun, 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 and i thought kane was also great in the second one yeah a, like and i and I like the third. I one. like like you know that there was a mountain of cocaine in the middle of a, of a, of a, of a, of a, of a, a pitch meeting somewhere. Well, it was the eighties. Hey, what if we had a robot that was addicted to drugs? Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, Marvel's like listening in the corner. What? No, what? Uh, yeah, man. So look, you have money. three, two solid movies. <laughs> and a third movie that's so <laughs> campy. It's fun. It's it's beyond campy. Mm-hmm. You have uh, two live-action series. A playable character in Mortal Kombat 11. All right. Well, what, guy? Two live-action a- two live action series, one of which, the miniseries, I actually think is really great. Uh, and then you also had a 90s animated TV show. Which they were making animated TV of shows everybody. of all sorts also, of things. Everybody. Yeah. We need a game. Agreed. You know, I would love a modern RoboCop game. Wait, yeah. I'm sorry. Can we rewind really quick? They were making I mean, TV I mean, shows. I mean, you need to, 
Oh, well, now we got to wait for you to catch up because you rewinded only yourself. <laughs> in any case, um, if we're making TV shows of, after so many adult properties in the 80s. Yep. Why didn't we get like a, a Halloween TV show or a Nightmare Before uh, for Christmas, Nightmare on Elm Street TV show or something after the slashers? Because uh, you, there's no hero in those. Like there's no repeatable hero. That they you can they made all sorts of OCs in these fucking shows and too. those things don't sell toys. People bought stuff i mean they could have people but people don't spend as much money as needy kids do i just think it's, if you're already that, selling mature things i don't see this being any different that's i it. own an ocp cop car and nice. i fucking love that shit and uh, i think I you want, had the robocop uh figure. i do hmm. and i uh i i want like my goal once if i had disposable income i would absolutely build myself a 9000 sux which is a nine thousand SUX? That's the car from the the RoboCop movies. It's like ah. the one that's it's like the high end car that has like a jet turbine at the back and gets like six miles a gallon. Ah, so if you were Elon, <laughs> yes, exactly. If you Wait, had is it, Elon, uh, money. is it like a proto tumbler? No, it's legitimately it's like a it, it's a Toyota that it's super bo- oh, body modded. Right. Okay. Uh, it's it's the most eighties car you've ever seen in your life. So let's round, go through. Yeah, run out your list. Uh, yes. So. Uh, we're going to start off with Jack Slater at number five, the hero of Last Action Hero. Uh-huh. The hero in the movie within the movie. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, number four is Rick O'Connell from the Mummy franchise. Right. Another franchise that kind of dwindled off in the third one. Uh, <laughs> the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, right? Or was yeah. that Scorpion King? No, second one was Scorpion King. Oh, okay. With the third one was wow, Tomb of the Dragon really Emperor. Some of the worst CGI I ever put on film. Um, number three was James Bond. Mm-hmm. Number two is the T eight hundred from the Terminator franchise, and number one is my man, the cop who won't quit, Alex Murphy as the RoboCop. Okay, better alive. You're coming with me. Solid list. Your mate. move, creep. Oh, oh well. Okay, so I guess it is my turn. Thanks. Sure. Uh, <laughs> since I am the creep. Uh, here we go. So, starting with my number five, which might be really contentious, and you guys might force me to switch it out. So, uh, number five. My name is Alice, and I remember everything. Why is she here? Yeah, <laughs> why is she Wait, here? Hold on. Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. Look, just, there are later, look. No, 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 hold on. Okay, I'm short-circuiting right, right. Uh-huh. right now. Yeah, I know. I know. I said it was contentious. No, like, I'm fine with it being on the list. Uh-huh. I have a problem with it being on your list. That you'd be shocked it was me, right? Uh-huh, no, yes. I know. Mainly, this kind of peters off to Mila Jovovich as a whole as okay. well because she's just Mila so... Jovovich. Yeah, she yeah, plays yeah, the same yeah. character in every film, yeah. So, like, it kind of works. And? and? Well, so do a whole bunch of other actors. Like, come on. But no, in any but case... That, that was to piggyback your uh-huh. point of that she, it just peters off to Mila Jovovich. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. Yeah. So that's essentially what I'm going for. Yes, we can all agree that there are certain movies in our franchises that aren't as good as when we first saw uh-huh. them and when we first experienced them. Sure. But I liked the character. Oh, God, this is going to. If someone isolates no, this I'm clip. No, I'm so excited right now. I know, now. but if someone isolates this clip in the wrong ways, it'll be horrible. I like. Uh, Alice, seriously, mess up that clip. Uh-huh. When in the original, like the first movie the first and one, the yes. second movie, a little sure. bit, because I felt like 
yeah, this is an action-y character that kind of gets the idea of the over-top, over-the-top Resident Evil action right. scenes in 4, 5, and 6 and stuff like that. But at that point, it was just 4 that was out. Yeah. But regardless, it was only the later movies that really Mary sued her to death. Sure, absolutely. And it was just like everything was given to her. And yeah. it was like, fuck, then I don't care anymore. But in those early days... It, Mila was a great character. Alice, sorry. Alice was a great character. I'm here for it. I, I mean, love I love this entry okay, on your list. Maybe not great. Hold on. She no, was a, stop it. Don't backpedal she's now. She's not great. No, you're, That's in number five. you're in too deep. But, she, she's but great. as a representative for the first two movies, no, she was okay. I just didn't think I could get a surprise twist in my own show. And uh, here we are. I'm just saying. Like, look, I Alice... As herself in the first movie is a great addition to the series. Okay. But as it continued, they tried to make her more Agreed. of a messiah over everything, and it ruined it. I agree. But in the first couple movies, she was actually pretty okay. All right. Number four. I'll take it. Christy Jones from Undefeatable. Does anyone even know this movie? You know uh, this movie? I, I, I think I've seen it. But I've never heard of this It is though. an old uh, 70s action movie, yeah. I believe. Oh, my God. It, it stars Cynthia Rothrock. Which is the entire reason why I wanted to put this on this list. I okay. want to talk about Cynthia Rothrock. That's fair. She is fan-fucking-tastic and never got the amount of credit she fucking deserves as one of the best martial artists in that time period. She could stack up with Steven Seagal, Jean-Claude Van Damme. She could do the same fucking stunts. But she never got the fucking credit because I guess she's a woman. Yeah. I really don't know. Like, she's been in a whole bunch of really good... Well... I wouldn't say they're popular movies, but they were good movies, good action in them. And in Undefeatable, it's got a lot of camp, I'm not going to lie. At so it's the, a 70s martial arts film? Yeah, and at All the right, end, it's, it's really campy at the end because everyone goes to college at the end. And it's, it's, you know, it's a little bit silly. But, you know, in terms of a kung fu movie, she did a really good job and she does her own fucking stunts. Also, a little bit of tidbit knowledge, by the way. She is the actual inspiration for Sonya Blade yeah. in Mortal Kombat. No shit, really? That, that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the no, original. the bodysuit, the whole thing. That's all Her copied straight look. off of Cynthia Rock. I yeah, yes. I don't I don't know this person. I know that's why I, and I want to get the knowledge out there. Like thank you, man. If you like Sonya, thank Cynthia Rothrock. I don't who like the, Sonya, but thanks. But who I, is the original Sonya? I, I, I wanna state for the record, a no. lot of these movies are very campy. Well, I said that. Okay, but no, just no. I, reiterating this point, very. Well, but are you including so enjoyable in the 70s. as fuck. Are you just saying all of our lists in general are very campy? <laughs> well, that's, that's what, true. Yeah, that's. I, mean, I would agree with that. I thought that was just understood. So like, number five said. is no, no number, number five is Alice. Number is four, Alice. Is number four is Christy Jones from Undefeatable. But yep. really, it's Cynthia Rothrock because okay. I love her, and she needs like I wish people would like you know how everyone's getting a revival. Fucking, we, we're talking about Terminator and Dark Fate. Right. They brought back fucking Sarah Connor. What? Where's Cynthia Rothrock? What is she doing right now? Bet she'd want to do something. I don't know. Moving and watch, we finish this episode. It's like Cynthia Rothrock passed away, and it's like, oh god, no, I really don't fine. know. Number three, Corbin Dallas from yes! the Fifth Element. What yes, what a great fucking pick, my yes, guy. Corbin, Corbin, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he okay, uh, Bruce negative, Willis. I am a meat popsicle. Yeah, I am a meat popsicle. So, okay, that. That area, that scene, by the way, a little bit disturbs me because he fucking straight up kills those guys in his freezer. Oh, yeah. They're straight up dead and they yes. died horribly. Yes. That sucks. Yes. So that aside. His CO <laughs> and the and the big uh, 
Matilda lady? Yeah. Oh no, they he lives, I think, because he shows up at the end of the movie. Oh, that's true. He yeah. does. I, but he so looks clearly like clearly they dead. got out of deep stories somehow. But he looks dead. But anyway, Corbin Dallas is a great character. He's a very good through line for the whole movie as like a base like now. What do you mean? Okay, hold on. What I say? Issues with consent aside, though. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. He wait, kisses wait. Lilu while she's asleep. Oh, then yeah, definitely. That's a Steve maneuver. Yeah. Steve. And then you know she straight up says, "What is it?" Uh. I fuck, I used to know the, the her actual line in her language. And he's like, uh, what does that mean? And the, the monk is like, uh, never without my permission. Yeah, got it. Wow, well, kind of weird. But, okay, that Beside aside, that, there's a lot of weirdness. But that's a product of its times more than anything. Yes. I also, Luc Besson's a piece of shit. So continue. What? Luc Besson, the guy who Oh, yeah, it. for sure. Oh, sure. yeah. But but in any case, he's a very good through line in, yes. a, in a world that's very strange. You, and he's fa- kind of, fantasy driven here. Yeah. yeah, and he kind of brings you to reality and sort of like you can identify with him in a way as opposed to all these random personalities and whatnot. So it's it's he's also very dependable in that regard because sure. there's a million different things he manages to squeak by, although it's a little bit of action movie logic because he could have gotten killed a million times. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Blood armor. On the yeah. note of actors playing the same character. Bruce Willis? Oh, I yeah. I mean, he's, it's basically John McClane in space. Sure. Yeah. No, 100%. But th- but even then, John McClane is such an identifiable character that Absolutely. it worked here as well. Yeah, Can I agree. We not? Are we not going to acknowledge the fact that he managed to put two Mila Jovovich's in his list? Well, I didn't know what... Okay, okay I'm glad someone realized <laughs> that. I was going to say, like, is someone going to realize I had two... But she's not on... She's not the she's fifth not element the pick. She's just list. in that movie. No, we know. We know. Um, fun little factoid as well. Uh... The the bishop. Oh God, what's the name of the guy's name? Not bishop. The church guy. I think yeah. his name is Church. Actually, no, um, it is the not. Priest? The priest. He is the actual inspiration for Douglas in uh, Silent Hill Three. Wow. Which was okay. That's what was said in the developer wa- uh, interview. But after watching the movie, I think Douglas is based more on Bruce Willis. They have the same kind of like, I'm too tired of this and I'm just going to keep moving. Father Vito. Father Vito, yes. So I think they meant to say Bruce Willis in that instead of him, but the developer interview Might said it. Might have been a tra- mistranslation. So number two. So I don't know. Before we get off the topic oh. of the fifth element, an iconic Gary Oldman villain. I, I was thinking about mentioning Sword, it, yeah. but I didn't want to start a whole tangent. Sure. He's amazing in that so film. Good. Southern accent. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> number two. Number two. So I was really having a hard time because I thought for sure this was going to be my number one, but I thought of something uh, that is a little bit more of a better pick. So here's my number two. Yes. The Bride from Kill Bill. Oh, we knew this was going to happen. Uh, yeah. If you've this been, is your number two? My number two. Ooh, I'm I, excited. Yeah, because if you've listened to the show before, you know how much I love The yes. Bride. Kill Bill is one of my most favorite movies ever made. And yes, I count volume one and two as, as one movie. Because that's what I, I do. I respect that. I respect that. I don't know. That I, I watch them together, so I hardly ever watch them one at a time. And uh, fucking, I just, I love this movie to death. The only reason it's not my favorite is because two comedies take the first spot, and it's Clue and fucking Airplane. I, you, <laughs> I, you can't beat it with an action movie. You just can't. But in any case, yeah, The Bride. Uh, what, what is there to be fucking said? She Classic gets, revenge tale. Not only that, tremendous acting by Uma wronged on her wedding day she goes back to get her vengeance and just the okay the level of empathy she's not just a stone cold killer she's a person and you could see how she sacrificed the ability to live a normal life just for vengeance even if it actually seems like she shouldn't be doing this like she would actually live happier if she got off of it but vengeance is in her soul and it's not leaving and it 
you could feel that with this character, and she just kind of exudes this sort of confidence. And yeah, I feel like plot armor is going to be a thing with everyone's characters here. Oh yeah, for sure. Mine is filled with plot armor. It's an action movie. Can I make you sad? What? I don't like the Kill Bill movies. Well, look, we disagree on everything, and you have plenty of wrong opinions, so it doesn't make me sad at all. But I'm just saying, Kill Bill, uh, yeah, come on, it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, The action, what she could do with a sword is fucking beautiful. It's the fight n- versus the crazy 88. That's a great scene. And the, oh my so you God, know what's funny? You know what's my favorite fight scene in Kill Bill? Oh, but uh, no, you hate it. You're not allowed to say. I can still no, like no, it. No, 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 no. You hate you. the movie. Uh, <laughs> fuck. The... Is it volume one fight... or two? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, right. Her fight in the trailer. Two. With with uh, Black Mamba? No, no. Uh, no. Michael Madsen's character? No. The uh, eye patch lady. No. Who are you talking about then? Her, the one who used to be her friend. Um, Black Mamba. Is that Black Mamba? Are you talking? It is Black Mamba. Ellie Driver. Yes. Yes. Oh, but they were never Darryl friends Hannah. though. I, no, yeah. Eye Patch Lady is Daryl Hannah, right? That's who I thought. Ellie, oh, Ellie Driver's the character name, sorry. That's her real name in the movie. Black Mamba is her snake name. Right, that's not. <laughs> are you. Uh, oh, you're talking about the kitchen. Vivica, her fight scene with Vivica Fox. That's in yeah. volume it wasn't in the trailer. Okay. It was in one. the kitchen. That's volume one. Her fight scene with Vivica Fox in their house. It's such a well... Don't get me wrong. Her fight against the Crazy 88s, cool. Lots of shit going on. It's uh-huh. very aesthetically pleasing. No, no, no. Yes, but the fight scene against Vivica A. Fox is so well choreographed. <sighs> and the way it interacts with that small space... They made this small space work for these big moves, and it was great. Not only that, but you, we talk about, like, when games get... I know this is kind of random. When games get demoed to people, they offer a vertical slice of a game to get, like... This is a portion of the game that okay. gets the main theme across, sure. as well as the main idea of what you're getting. If you cut out that Vernita Green scene, um, that's that's uh, that's the character that she oh, fights. Oh, Vivica Fox. Vivica Fox, yeah, her character of Vernita Oh, something. yeah, Vernita Green, yeah. Vernita Green. Um, if you take that one scene, it is a perfect yeah. vertical slice of the entire fran- of the entire two movies. Agreed. It gets the mission statement, it gets her struggle, and how she's dealing with the idea of her vengeance not being morally, like, justified in some areas, and how she needs to follow through anyway. That is a beautiful scene, and yep. I love it to death. And it yes. leaves us open for a three. Wow. I don't know. Okay, uh-huh. Tarantino. Okay, they've said they could continue a thing with the little girl. They don't have to, but it's not a bad idea, I well, guess. Well, Tarantino's yes. next movie is his last anyway, so. They, doesn't he always say that? <laughs> He's been saying that. He, oh, yeah. No, he said he was <laughs> always going to do 10. Uh, the next one is right. last. Anyway, so moving on to my honorable mentions. Uh, so the only reason he's not on this list is because he's actually a TV show action okay. hero. Uh, Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger from Power Rangers. Okay. Solid pick. The man is carrying the Power Rangers franchise on his back. Like, all right, relax. He, but okay. What I mean by that is he is like in almost every season. He oh, is consistent. Sure. He is de- dedicated to the Power Rangers story. But that's because he had nothing else going on until he became an MMA sure, fighter. Sure, but he could have done something else. I don't sure. know. But regardless, well, he did. Well, I he mean, became Austin an MMA fighter. Saint John isn't doing anything else. Uh, no, but he got. But his experience with Power Rangers is what drove him away from doing anything else. Mm. He literally left the camera work and went to become an uh, an uh, a paramedic. Mm. Okay. Like well, Austin St. John was just done with it. All right. But I mean, Green Ranger, though. Sure. I mean, I'm just saying, in terms of being in a TV show consistently and even just changing your character repeatedly, yes. it works. He's a good honorable mention. Um, next up, John Ryder from uh, The Hitcher. 
I I love this movie. No one ever talks about the Hitcher, and I will be the only one it's mentioning it. It's a fucking it. horror film. It's it's an action horror movie. What, have you seen it? I have. It's very much like thrill. Both the original right? and the remake. It's a very, well, the remake. I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't know. I only I mean, know the Sean original. Sean Bean did what he could. I only saw the original, so I don't no, know. Spoilers: He dies. But what I do know. <laughs> But what I do know, it's funny, in Silent Hill, he doesn't die, so I know. it's funny. Anyway, um, but what I do know is that in The Hitcher, the movie, it's it's a great thrill ride from Tony to Will B. Smith, right? No. No. What? Oh, that's Hitch. Hitch. Oh, you fucking idiot. Sorry. No. It's Rutger Howard actually plays yeah. the truck driver. He's amazing. But that's awesome. it's a thrill ride. I wanted to pick an action hero that's not always about fighting back, but is able to get away okay. very well. So it, it's kind All of right. paced a little bit more actually, but honorable mention, whatever. Um, That's fair. Moving on from honorable mention, uh, last one. Well, actually, Kimberly, if I'm mentioning Power Rangers, sure, I like her. Do uh, any of us have uh, Celine from the Underworld movies in our? Wow, that's a great pick. Because I just thought of her. So like... honorable mention, Celine from the Underworld <laughs> there movies. There you go. Uh, also, one of my first straight crushes. Not gonna lie, actually, she's a fantastic well kate beckinsale is just fantastic oh my god like um but the thing is something about goth kate oh, no. beckinsale no, no, no. is even better i don't know why bone king trust me i know i'm just saying like, i know anyway there's another heroine that i'm assuming is on somebody else's list so i haven't talked about her yet okay but we'll hopefully we'll get there well it's not on mine because my number one pick my favorite action movie hero is daisu from old boy Oh, okay. I Great love pick. this fucking movie. The one movie. with Josh Brolin, right? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Fan Freaks podcast. We really like to have hey, you guys my here. List. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to. We're done. closing. No, the, we're shutting done. down the podcast. No, no. It's, we'll do it live. I'm good. I don't want to fucking. I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel right. No, but yeah, no. That remake was oh, abysmal. No, there is one redeeming factor of that Elizabeth remake. Elizabeth Olsen. And that's all we need to say. Even then, the character that Elizabeth Olsen is playing is like... Oh, I know. They didn't even give her the actual character. We're not talking about her character. It's It's just... It's the plot. I guess. I guess. I guess. All I'm... Okay, back to the point. Old Boy is a... um, The the real... The original Old Boy uh, is a Korean film. Yes. And it is is so fucking good. Please watch it with subtitles. So fucking bad. Don't... Bad in turn, not in quality, oh. just in terms of how it makes you feel. Well, no, but don't talk I'm about not, plot elements I'm just not, yet. But well, oh if, my god! But if I may say, please do not ruin this film for yourself. No. Do not look up. Do no. Don't look at the spoiler for this. No. It is a great surprise. And in terms of being an action movie hero, uh, you guys have seen the movie. The sort of things he gets himself oh, out no. of the hallway scene. Oh, well, that's one of the most iconic oneers in the in the history of film at this point. What do you mean oneers? One uh, a one take a oneer a oneer oh, yeah, a oneer yeah, yeah. is a it's a stunt coordinator oh God, uh, yes. a, a term for that it's a it's a stunt scene that's filmed from beginning to end with no cuts it's in one shot yeah so yeah. it's in one no, shot. no that that scene is in one shot you're absolutely right and it's part of Park Chan Wook's uh, Vengeance trilogy mm. no I actually didn't know that that's interesting yeah um, he, he has three films Old Boy is the second one he made but it's the most famous one right but oh. he has three films that are called the Vengeance trilogy what is the other one because no. they all have 
uh, Vengeance is the, the Handmaiden something. Oh, I know the third one. Someone, uh, Lady Vengeance is one. Someone told me to I watch the, the third one. one. Yeah, but in any case, I want to talk about that scene because I can't talk about the story elements without getting into spoilers and uh-huh. whatnot. But I want to talk about that one shot, that one scene, because there's other action scenes in the movie, right? Namely, because he's basically raiding a Mr. building. Mr. Vengeance, Old Boy, and Lady Vengeance is oh. the Vengeance trilogy. Sorry, carry oh, on. so that I had another movie, but that's okay. Um, so he's going and raiding a building, and it shows him basically like figuring out how to to uh, what's it called, infiltrate the building, like improving, and just the sort of seeing him figure things out with his eyes as he's getting in is so interesting, and just the the moves he makes, and then on his way out. Okay, hold on. What do you got to say? Hold well, on, though, I on. will say though, I the because there are other like if we. Were, I since we were doing this episode for July fourth, uh-huh. I limited it to American action heroes. I realized we didn't have to. Yeah, I didn't think that was no, but I did because if not, I mean, there's so many Jackie Chan and fucking um, what's the character from the Raid? Oh, I okay. I thought about bringing the Raid in here, but I've had three other freaky fives where I've brought up the Raid. I can't do it <laughs> that's, again. That's fair. Like, I love that movie, but like this is another action film that I feel like. Deserves but I'm just it. saying, I kind of limited myself. Well, for no reason, but I, I now see, yeah, this is a great pick. But just to, to finish off my point with uh, Old Boy with Daisu is that on his way out of raiding the building, he in, he um, interrogates someone and then he starts leaving. And when he's leaving, he is ambushed by like literally 30 guys. Yes. And they're trying to get between him and the exit and it's one hallway. Yep. And this one shot, mind you, because we said it's filmed in one shot, it shows him beating all 30 of these fuckers in a more realistic way that, like, since it's such a cramped hallway, they can't all charge him at once. Right. But it shows him fighting them off, but, like, in a realistic way. Okay, I keep saying realistic in the sense that he's not easily wiping yeah. them all away. He is struggling. He is getting some of them on the back. He's having to push them off. He gets hit. You he can to see hit him, back. like, breathing. You can... It's a struggle. To talk about a scene that took heavy inspiration from that, they do that really well in the Daredevil series also. Oh, yeah, Daredevil apparently did it too. Because that scene was 100% based off that scene. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, and it's that. It's what makes it grounded, and you can hear the stunt guys talk about it, is he's he's putting in effort. He's not effortlessly beating these guys. And, oh, wait, on you top of that. You can see the work he's putting into it. On top it, of that, that, there's makes it awesome. no soundtrack. Yep. It is brutal. Just, it is literally you in the scene. all you hear are Meat the slapping bones. sounds. Yeah, meat slapping, bone cracking, yep. people yelling. But the best part is, like, towards the end, you start seeing the remaining people going like, oh, fuck, is uh-huh. there how many of us left? What the fuck? How did this work? And then, like, he has a knife in his back at yep. some point, and he's just, it's just like... I feel as though I wanted to bring him in as my number one because I knew all of you would, all of you guys would have action picks that they're just like untouchable almost. This is a Sacred guy. Sacred cows, so to speak. Yeah, th- we, we were talking about plot armor being. A, I mentioned it. Plot armor being a thing for all of our characters. I don't think Daisu, Daisu has plot armor. No, he is no, he fucking pulling, like dragging yep. his way to the finish line, doing his best, and that paired with the gorgeous, masterful story is why Daisu is my number one pick for action movie. Here. I like it. Hit I us with your it. list one more time. Okay, so my full list, number five, is Alice from the Resident Evil movies. Number four is Christy Jones from Undefeatable, played by Cynthia Rothrock. Number three is Corbin Dallas from The Fifth Element. Number two is The Bride from Kill Bill. And number one is Daisu from Old Boy. I like it. Yay! All right, masterful dude of doodliness. This is your fucking bread and butter, so impress me. Hit us with the number five. I'm sorry to say, 
my shit is also international. I'm sorry. That's all right. I didn't think of just limiting. Yeah, but we think out of the box. Out as of the a representation of America, what are we but a melting pot? Uh-huh. That's true, actually. So, my first pick, number five. Uh-huh. Hard-boiled Tony Tequila Young Chow Young Fat. Okay. What a fucking phenomenal action film. If you've never seen it, yeah, which I, I can tell, yeah. it's the inspiration for Max Payne, The oh, yeah. Matrix. It invents the slow-mo bullet dodge. Yep. Oh, is this John Woo? Yeah. Yeah, John oh, Woo. The, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, then I, I understand why you picked this it's absolutely. Like the John, <laughs> it's the John Wooiest Woo that they're ever wooed. Okay, nah, good. that's Face Off. Yeah, I was about to say it's oh, Face Off. Oh, you're right. That's where the, the fucking doves come out of nowhere. And you're yeah. right, you're but right. But you have such excellent one long take scenes of, of this cop that obviously is super Americanized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this was mid-80s. John Woo was like... John McClane, I'm going to fucking do that, but better. Yeah. And just went ham, dude. Just ham, cleaning people out with a fucking pump action. You're like, why is th- why is this so good? Why is this so fucking I'm good? I'm shocked. And it, took it made Chow Young fat. It took this long to get to a, a John Woo film. That's true. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, good, good pick. Seriously. Thank you. My number four. You can call me Snake. <laughs> Motherfucking oh. Snake. Fucking Plissken. The Escape Films. Are you talking about shit that inspired me and l- made me love not only Solid Snake more, I was about to say, but ins- made me love Kurt Russell as a yeah. fucking god? It inspired you, <laughs> boy. <Yeah. laughs> Hi, Hideo. Say, we can yeah. talk all day, bro. Uh-huh. But Kojima, man, he loves that movie. <laughs> I want Kurt in a fucking Hideo game, uh, but still, I'm surprised that hasn't happened. Actually, what do you mean? I- yeah, Kurt, uh, Kirk in a in a Hideo Kojima game. He's busy doing Tarantino movies. Eh. So, uh, if I could just paint you a visual, probably everyone here is gonna remember it. Um, you know, oh, we have a Mexican standoff. I'm gonna throw the can in the air. Nobody shoots until the can lands the ground. And he just yeah. fucking blasts everyone away. Also, so the good. fact that um, a little bit of a little bit of trivia. So you know how Kurt Russell in the second one escaped from L.A. Uh-huh. He's held captive by this plastic surgeon to the stars. Yes. Uh-huh. And they have like this surgery fetishization. Uh-huh. And Kurt Russell's like tied up. Bruce Campbell is the plastic surgeon. Okay. Yeah. And during production or whatever, there's a famous sign in Evil Dead 2, which is 80 yard to fuck, which is the uh, tool shed or whatever. Right. And Bruce doesn't say it in film. He had to ADR it. So Kurt, to fuck with him, in the middle of a shoot, goes, say tool shed. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Why? Kurt's, a, Kurt's fun. <gasps> okay. Um, Quirky. Number three. By the way, I didn't know. The, did you know that uh, the fucking uh, U.S. agent is his son? Yes. I didn't know. Wyatt Russell? Falcon, yeah. Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's, that's Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son. Can I just say really quick, uh, Escape from New York is like a fucking fever dream. That's my description for <laughs> a it. A little bit, yeah. It, it is. feels like a fever dream to me. I feel like so much weirdness. Also, just... Donald Pleasant should have been president way more. <laughs> um, my number three, number three, it's a fucking Christmas tradition at the dude's house. Motherfucking diehard trilogy. Four and five don't exist. <laughs> well, I like four. Son but of still, die five hard. I exist. kind of like four too. However... Five sucks. I can't. If motherfucker, I can't. if anyone in a Die Hard movie disrespects Creedence Clearwater Revival again, 
I'm going to have a fucking problem. Yeah, fuck Justin Wong for that. He has a machine gun. Ho, 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 guys. Relax. <laughs> but still, John fucking McClane, you want to talk about something that I watch religiously with my mom every yep. Christmas. It's fucking tradition, and you don't fucks with tradition. Uh, you Great. fucking said before the show, fucking... Uh, shoot the glass. Yeah, shoot the glass. <laughs> Fucking Hans. How many oh. times have we quoted Yippee-Ki-Yay, oh, yeah. motherfucker, in a, in a game? Oh, Alan Rickman. So I also good. really like the Die Hard game for the PS1. Oh, it the third-person shooter? Yeah. I actually played that, too. It that was, was fun as shit. Also, Die Hard Vendetta on the GameCube. where you It was a first-person shooter. You get to dual-wield. You want me to uh, make you guys sad? What? Sure. I don't think there can ever be another Die Hard with Bruce Willis because he just doesn't have. Oh, the I agree. Fucking. Oh no, 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 no. He no, doesn't no, have no, the no. drive to do no, no, anything no. anymore. I so. don't want there to be another Die Hard. Period. Okay, that's fair. Same. I fucking hate the idea they're rebooting it and making a a, a prequel thing. I don't want it. Whatever. I'm just gonna. I'm here to say, Die Hard ended with Live Free or Die Hard Rated sure. R, and that's it. I love you, Bruce, but you don't give a shit anymore. Fuck off. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, that's my number three. My number two, <laughs> which was my number one, but fuck it. Number two, John Rambo. Like, oh, there this, we go. Is, this is my fucking guy. I'm a little scared. Why? Rambo is scary, to be honest. Uh, hold on. Well, I need to wait till you finish your list. Yeah, don't worry. Okay. Uh, I have girthy honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, my number two, simply because John Rambo, let's be honest. There's plenty of Rambo that you you didn't need to watch or you didn't <laughs> need to have. Probably five and three are the weakest, mm. but one, two, and I love Rambo four. That's where the films the the franchise should have ended, where he returns home. Yeah, it was so great. I love the the whole PTSD, the nightmare scene where he has to relive everything, every trauma that he's had. But First Blood is such an amazing standout film i fucking love it and also if you hand like a an illustrator a notepad and say hey draw a stereotypical 80s action hero for me it's rambo they're gonna draw rambo right the bandana the m60 shirtless Uh chiseled physique yeah he was on the cover of any snes gun game basically for a reason essentially 100 percent I want to also mention, since we're talking about Rambo really quick, if I may, I had a little bit of a fling with First Blood. You okay. were mentioning his, his um, PTSD and stuff. I thought that was such a great element for this kind of character and what the lesson for the town that yeah. eventually brought him in makes it more of a character study than an action movie. Sure. Which is why I really liked First Blood. Right. The First Blood is great because it, it isn't strictly an action movie. If anything, it's psychological horror. It's about a fucked up town that uses him as an excuse. I I get my Rambo moments mixed up. Which is the one where he turns the turret around and just shoots the dude in the fucking car? Uh, two? Four. Four. Is that four? Oh, and three. He does it both. No, but three is the one I'm talking about. That's in Afghanistan. Yes. Motherfuckers spent like half their budget in blood squibs for that scene alone. All right? They did that like I remember as a kid watching because I didn't watch that one until I was probably like twelve. Right. So yeah, a kid, but not like a baby. Uh, like I remember watching that. Like that was probably the first time I watched something and went, "This is a bit much." <laughs> Bitch, you saw RoboCop. <laughs> no, dude, this outdoes RoboCop. At two oh nine. No, no, no. This blows anything in RoboCop well out of the I water. I would like to. I, I. What I'd like 
about three was probably the most parodied scene is the beginning where he's like fighting this random guy in a, in this, um, in, I think it's the desert. Uh You have this generic CIA guy come in. We need you to save, you know, Colonel Troutman and Rambo's like, why is he there? What do you, what do you mean? Why'd you send them uh, there? I don't. Our our viewers aren't our listeners aren't gonna have subtitles. I'm sorry, you can't do that. <laughs> anyway, and he's just like with the with the fists of fury, I guess, and wrapped up and all that. But also, if, Rambo, if we were to talk about like gruesomeness, it's four because yeah. he gets on a fifty cal and just shreds bodies. Yes, and he even slices and dices the general where you see actual intestines. Yeah, it's just so although weird. it's CGI as fuck intestines still. Good shit on you, Rambo. Also, this movie, like the Rambo series, pretty much cements the uh, the stereotype of like action heroes have infinite ammo. Oh yeah, for sure. Like this is that series well, that really sets that in ag- stone. Again, you guys, I I think you, oh, I think it's just me uh, uniquely, I guess for whatever reason. I don't think of Rambo. I know he's an action hero. I know he is. But I was about to say, motherfucker. My favorite iteration of him is where he is just a guy trying to live his life. Sure. Again, fucking I agree out. with you. But I it's, agree a with kind, you. it's not an action, but it's so different. But, but yeah, that wouldn't matter as much without the other stuff. I, I don't know. No, I think it would be fine on its own. As Sly its own. had probably his best acting aside sure. from four in one with that scene where he breaks down. Yeah. Remember Danforth? You know, me and him, they we were going, sh- going down to Vegas in this in this 57 Corvette. And and then Remember the shower? we were in Vietnam. And there he was, and he blows up because this little kid, this little kid, he just blew us up. And Danforth's like, oh, man, take me home, John, take me home. And I can't find your fucking leg. And, just and clear, I was like, holy this shit. This is your number two? That was one. I'm just. No, no, no. This is your number two. Yes. Okay. I, I just, I know I keep interrupting. I just, I really liked First Blood because it's Noted. like that shower scene where it's like the town is so fucked to him. And it's like he gives them punishment and, and just extra, exceedingly higher punishment than what they deserve. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. So, honorable mentions time. <clears throat> I have three John Claude Van Damme's here. Jesus. Right. Is it so many that we need to lightning round it or? Uh, don't worry. Really quick. So, Darren McCord. Actually, no, two, two, well, technically three. Oh, God. Um, Darren McCord, sudden impact. Jean-Claude Van Damme as a firefighter with no weapons. Pure martial arts takes down terrorists during a hockey game. Oh, I thought you were be like, he fights fires with Call, his fists and nothing else. The movie is called Sudden Impact. I fucking loved it. Piggybacking off that, we have another movie with impact in this title, Double Impact, uh-huh. where fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme plays him and his asshole evil brother. Yep. And they fight both villains. And we also see uh, probably... How many movies has Jean-Claude Van Damme been doubled in? Three. Off three. the top of my head, three. Right? If, since I brought up Cynthia Rothrock, Jean-Claude Van Damme is the inspiration for Johnny Cage as well as uh, yes. uh, Tom Cruise. Got it. So... <laughs> Day fun. <laughs> um, I have an Arnie. Okay. But it wasn't on any of yours, but Commando. Fucking yes. John Matrix. Yeah. Remember when I told you I'd kill you last? Yeah, Matrix, you did! I no, lie. and the reality is I should have had Dutch on my honorable mentions also. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, Predator is such an iconic I, I was franchise. about to say, is the reason why none of us picked Predator because that is kind of more of a horror, like even more so than... The Dan first 10 Hitcher. minutes is action? It's, it's because my favorite character is the Predator and he's not the hero. <laughs> that's fair. Everyone loves the Predator. I'm not and also, lie. none of us have mentioned uh, Indy. Like, none Indiana of us have Jones? talked about Indiana Jones. 
I, it's weird. I didn't think of wholesome, like, actual, like, I know. hero heroes. It's weird, yeah. I But he's the same type as, like, uh, Brendan Fraser. As Rick O'Connell. It's that same. No, you're absolutely right. Han, oh, I almost said Han Solo. It just belongs. Uh, <laughs> fuck, Listen, yeah, Han totally Andy works. just belongs in a museum. So, Jesus. <laughs> it's true, though. Uh, the man with no name. Oh. Oh, John Wayne? Okay. Am I wrong? Fuck you. I'm sorry. Clint Eastwood, motherfucker. Relax, man. I'm no, I so fucking hate sorry. John Wayne. I'm Fair. so sorry. No, John Wayne's is a racist piece of shit, and I hope he burns in hell. Wow, I didn't anyway, know that. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Then again. 100%. Well, look, Clint Eastwood is a great girlless song. I agree. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, fucking Man With No Name trilogy. Obviously, Good, Bad, and the Ugly is my favorite. Which you isn't have your... supposed to be a trilogy at all. No, but Sergio and, <laughs> yeah. you know. Make more money, uh-huh. money. I just right, re- this it. this topic, by the way, is really hard because action heroes could be a lot of different shows. Sure yeah, I mean, this is technically a western, but yeah, whatever. Um, Jackie Chan, Wong Fei Hong, the drunken the master. drunken master. The, yeah, I was going to say that. I was gonna go Rumble in the Bronx. Sure, but drunken master, I felt fit him more. You know, that's another recent I had. I recently rewatched all three Rush Hour movies. I okay, yeah, those are great. I mean, I haven't seen them in a long time, so there's some parts that probably. Don't I mean, uh, I really like them, but fuck Brett Ratner. Yes. So, <laughs> agreed. My number one. Yes. Oh boy, he put it down. He slammed his phone on the table. I'm sure you all heard it. Lee in Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee. Fuck, Bruce Lee. If there was ever, where's Ellen Ripley at, my dude? Oh, you thought I was no. Yeah. But again, Damn. though, is that more of a horror film? I guess than that's true. I thought about putting Aliens, well, Ramirez from Aliens, ah. but like I didn't think that counted. So Damn, okay. Oh, do you have a problem with my pick? No, 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 I don't. Like, it's a great pick. I'm shocked no one else had him. Again, I, om- I, I, right. I stuck to mostly American productions. And which movie did you pick? Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon, yeah. Oh, okay. Enter Probably the Dragon, okay. his greatest film. Sure, Fist of Fury. Yeah. Also, you know who else needs to be on your honorable mentions? Who? Juan Rico. Starship Troopers, my dude. Yeah, John Rico. Yeah, yeah. But you could also make an argument for um, Guile, John claude Van Damme. Yes! <laughs> yes! The next bison wannabe. It's going to so feel it. You, sorry, carry on with your number one. He's I'm got sorry. superpowers, just saying. Guile? He, Guile. Yeah. Thought it. Boom. Yes. Well, he's. That's why he's not. Um, Although, no, wait, no. He doesn't have superpowers, so I can add him to a list in the future. Never mind. Uh, but yeah, Lee, Bruce Lee, just the character. Some of the greatest fucking action I've ever seen in a film. Mm-hmm. I've rewatched it countless times. It, it holds a special place in my heart because of my grandfather showing it to me. And then later on, I would go in and just start this love affair with martial arts films, all because Bruce Lee open that door without him i wouldn't have jet lee jackie chan and so on i think and let's not forget this is the movie where he rocked chuck norris's shit that was fist of fury yeah was it yeah enter the dragon is where he fights saxon and he has that tournament on that obviously mortal Kombat arena i have a question <laughs> though was this the movie that introduced the yellow jumpsuit or no yes because I'm trying to think, was that the one that started it? Because, like, that There's yellow... There's no way he's in Enter the Dragon. I 100%... This is some fucking Mandela effect shit happening. Okay. Carry on. But just saying Google really quick... Google Fist of Fury, you're going to see him in the fight, in the Coliseum. 
No, you're right. I know you're right. The problem is that movie, Fist of Fury, has that really good fight between yeah. both of them. But Enter the Dragon has so many fights. It also showed me at a young age, believe it or not, fucking racism with cops. Enter the Dragon is Jackie Chan, isn't it? Enter the Dragon is Bruce Lee. No, I know, but wasn't Jack? What was? Which one did he fight? Did Jackie fight Bruce Lee? Guys, I don't remember Jackie fighting. Oh, okay. Carry on. No, but that had to be an original uh, production back in Japan. It wasn't an American production. Carry on. The two American productions are Fist of Fury and Enter the Dragon. It is Jackie Chan is in Enter the Dragon. It was his first role in a movie ever. Okay, okay. dude. I don't remember. But anyway, if I may, I'm just saying that Yellow Jumpsuit. Yes. Is yes, a classic. Yes, and it's here. And because I had the bride on my list, where do you think she got it from? Right. Oh, yeah. No. Yes. 100%. I'm just saying it's related, mine, mine to yours. It's just one of the things that I love it is it's timeless, it's great, and I really enjoy it. And I think anybody who loves any form of action, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't catch this probably mandatory watch into the action genre, let alone the martial arts genre. Yeah, I mean, it goes to a certain point where every fighting game has a Bruce Lee, like, analog. Like, literally, oh, yeah, every sure. fighting game has a Bruce Lee analog, and they'll have that yellow jumpsuit. Yeah. Of course. It's so need, fucking... He like, is mandatory. He is mandatory. He, it, he is so good. He has become a fighting game archetype. Yep. There's there's Shodas, grapplers, projectiles, zoners, and Bruce, and Bruce Lee. Yeah. Like that's how good. He, like I, I I am freaking out because that's how good he is. Absolutely no, uh, uh, literally the icon of the martial arts genre for sure. Not only that, he um he created I think something that that was endlessly, I don't I think endlessly homaged, which is when somebody cuts you. Oh you yeah. Take your blood and and taste it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's on now. It's yeah. fucking on now. Oh, he also that you just did the, the oh, high yeah. pitch noise when you hit. Yeah. He, he really kind of took what that off too. Yeah. All right. So. By the way, if you want to see one of the most heartwarming stories you could ever watch online, watch the story of Jackie Chan the, when when Bruce Lee hits him in the fucking face in that movie, because he talks about how he hams up the injury. Because as soon as the cut, like he stays, Bruce stays fully in character. But as soon as the cut happens, Bruce rushes in to check on Jackie, and Jackie talks about how he hammed up the injury just because he wanted Bruce to hold him longer. <laughs> yeah, bro, That's I would great. too, to be honest. It's I'm not really cute. It's like it's my hero. He's holding me. This is great. Carry All on. right, so my freaky five rounded out. Tony Tequila Young, yes, bo- uh, hard boiled. Sorry, number four, Snake Plissken, The Escape Films. Uh, New York and L.A., respectively. John McClane, the four Die Hard movies. The only four. Yeah, I don't. There's no five. Correct. Uh, also, the only four Rambo movies. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. I didn't like the fifth one. Oh it's, my god. You guys have to think of it from my thing. I think of one is so different from the rest, but yeah. Sure. It's true. Yeah. And then uh, number one. Bruce fucking Lee, Lee in Enter the Dragon. Yep. Which, to continue my theme of inspirations for Mortal Kombat characters, oh, yeah. where do you think Liu Kang got all this shit sure. from? Yeah. Bro, Law, Tekken. No, I'm just saying because I brought up Cynthia Rothrock for Sonya, Jean-Claude Van Damme for fucking Johnny Cage, and now Liu Kang. The lesson learned here is Mortal Kombat took all of their characters from famous action heroes. And that's fine. It's a smart idea. Well, also fucking... Uh... 
Jesus, what the fuck is his name? The Street Fighter one. Ryu? No, man. Ben? Right, what do you help? What do you, let me help you. Help me to help you. Fei Long. Oh, well, yeah. Th- look, no, but Fei Long is literally just they put Bruce Lee in the game. It's just Bruce Lee in the game. It's just Bruce Lee. Law is the same thing. Law, Law has a costume where, yes. Like, and he even does the what the what the Yeah. It happens. I'm telling but, like, you. He damn, is an archetype. Dude. He is an archetype no, sure. in fighting games. It's crazy. But anyway, um, I think that's all of our lists, right? Yeah. That's time it. For the, time for the wrap-up. All righty. So um, if you like what you heard here, be sure to check us out on Facebook. That's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S, Fan Freaks. You can also hit us up on Twitter. I am at Bone King TV on Twitch and Twitter. And Agent Dooliness on uh, the Twitter. Uh-huh. I am at Dr. That's D-R, Rude, M-D. So where are your Twitch pages? What the fuck? <laughs> Like, I'm the only one given a Twitch page. I feel like, what the fuck? I don't know how you can do it, man. Well, I'd love to show you. And you know who has seen me do it? These folks right here, as soon as I pull up my shout-out list. Let's go ahead and shout-out to our here. Hunt Boys. We here got we go. Justin. We got Jeff. We got Scott. Thank you guys so much for listening. Fuck you, Ken. <laughs> Meemaw's name is Ken, and it still bothers me to this day. <laughs> uh, thank you, Cheyenne. Thank you, Dante. Uh... Thank you, uh, Beefy, and thank you, Tara. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and thank all the freaks, uh, you know, on the on the page that are that are, they're still listening every week. You guys are awesome. Uh, my D and D people, Justin and Chris, they're still listening in. Thank you, have you two guys Justins so much. In your shout out. Double Justin. Jeff. And, oh yeah. Justin yeah, time. Right. Justin and Hunt and Justin and D. Oh no, I'm sorry, Jason, not Justin. Oh. Jason and Chris. Sorry. Getting them mixed up. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's always it, it means number, so bro. much. Just, yeah, what? no. By the way, we we haven't mentioned it in a bit, but we have still been drinking this whole of time. Uh, Just yeah. it's a twenty-four-year-old Scotch. How are you not going to seriously? Um. My shout out. Sorry. He was, he was <laughs> yeah, pointing we're just at me. looking at you like, when are you going to go? Uh, the Robot Stone true Cody, CJ, Kehlani, um, Lindsay Misleading, our resident Zatanna Zatara. Yep. And, oh, Nicholas Uritic. Oh, and Jesus BBS Valentine, you could go fuck yourself. I love the fact that both <laughs> of you, both of you have, like, bled into mine. Yes. Because now you're bringing Lindsay and Erwin, you Tara and BP. Uh-huh. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I uh, stole her with privilege. I asked you and you let me privilege. steal. You had permission to steal. Therefore, I don't know if that still counts as stealing. Anyway, here are my shout outs. I got Von Kondersmite, Beefy Sumo, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Lindsay Misleading, Izumi Chenmaru, CJ to DJ, Boogle, and I want to give an extra thank you to Nicholas. Uh, oh my God. I'm Uretic. Uretic. I was about to m- mispronounce that. I'm so sorry. But no, I see your comments and I, I love them to death, dude. It gives me a riot. And you're absolutely right. I didn't mention Mitch and Cam from Modern Family. I know. I They're saw that. They're such good We're picks. fucking idiots. We're fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> also, you forgot uh, Joey from Gay Gaming. Yes, Gay Gaming, which I'm hoping to do some streams with, by the way. Um, we're doing Resident Evil 5 together. I know. He's going Chris, and you're going Sheva. That's right. Good luck. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm ready for left-handedness. I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, I've been practicing on myself in the meantime. <laughs> oh, my God. I get it. That way it feels like someone else. <laughs> Stranger. Yeah, on it first. Well, I hope we had a really good conversation. You know, this whole time I've still been tied to this freaking pole, though. I mean, Adrian, if you could, uh, the dude, like seriously, if you could just untie I've me. I got you. I got you. Do you think that you've won? Uh, yeah, you're pretty bleeding. Oh shit! Oh, oh god! Oh no! I will have the last. Has been
Wait, dude, no, I, you left, but you didn't take me with you. I took you with me. What are you talking about? You're still blindfolded. Improv. This thing, no. <laughs> you don't say no in improv. Fuck off. <laughs>